I am very pregnant and only all women have a penis where is my dildo rhino India yet, and this is cool and uncensored this is the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. Hello people, this is the Dark Star Rising podcast and show, and today is a special one. We are doing something special today, hopefully the mic is positioned so that we don't have the highs, but we have the mediums and maybe hopefully not the lows because I'm yelling today. But my screen is covered with dirt stuff, and my finger is not a microfiber wet cloth. So we have that problem. Today's a special one where we discuss, and hopefully you can check out rumble.com slash darkstarrising to discuss with me by leaving a comment. So this is not just one way, but if you want to just listen to me talking, you're probably in the right place on audio or... Maybe you found this as a clip from rumble.com slash jar of eight. Head over to rumble.com slash darkstarrising right now and subscribe and watch full episodes there. This is the Dark Star Rising podcast and today we're going into... Yes, this is Jar of News, my other channel. I'm just promoting it right here on the screen. At rumble.com slash jar of news. Enough shameless self-promotion. Post! Humanism! Now this is something that's not being discussed particularly much. In fact, you'll hear just about everything but post-humanism. You'll hear transhumanism, you'll hear postmodernism. you'll hear Marxism, and you'll hear um, constitutional republicanism and Jimmy fucking fuckface. There's a lot of things discussed nowadays, but post-humanism is one of those things that you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper to even arrive at. In fact, there there's a strong sense of... I don't think it's considered to be a official word by the dictionaries, to be honest. I started using it maybe five years ago. I don't know, maybe more, to be honest. Um... Only other person I know of in existence who's ever used that word is probably Alex Jones. We're kind of operating in similar frequencies, but I'm not Alex Jones. I'm a lot more level-headed. That being said, he has said a lot of things over his career, and a lot of those things came right. I would say for as far as a human being goes, he's pretty reliable. If you actually look at human beings... And how often what they say comes true or is correct and actually true in reality. It's like most people probably below 60%. Like most people probably it's like 30 or 40%. You know? Alex Jones is somewhere around 80%. But don't worry. You're with Jarv at the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. And I'm 88% motherfuckers. So, what is post-humanism? Let's see if I can pull up my picture and look at some of my stuff. Okay, well, we're going to have to just launch Inkscape because Inkscape is not... Oh, it is. Inkscape That's how I do my thinking. That's not Inkscape, that's GIMP. Well, I, I thought it was Inkscape. Why would I look at GIMP and think it was Inkscape? So what we do here is we go over to 
Let me know if you if I if you want me to do audio and also the show uh, special episodes. If you are well, there yeah, it'll only be the audio. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should just reboot Jarve Works. Jarve underscore Works, just about everywhere that it is. Cause I was showing, I was doing tutorials and stuff for like stuff. But I mean, you could. There's already plenty of that out there. Where are we going? Filters? No. Proper prop property. Okay. We we want a two AA two by two AA two. This is the only way to do. Oh, that's useful. Right click when you hold control because like the middle button is mouse. Hey, if you wanna help me buy a mouse, check out Darkstar Rising. Sorry, Rumble.com/slash/DarkstarRising for the descriptions. There's all my support information. If you wanna donate, or if you wanna donate through a membership I think iHeartRadio, Radiohead, Amazon, Google and some of the other podcast locations I've got my subscription also donate button there but the subscription you get access to special audio episodes where I play games or I do something literally random or I have a trailer from one of my like movie concepts I have from over another channel I have that in audio form only from like rebel.com slash point of defiance it's those kind of things like just crazy random things that you get paywall locked nice behind that four dollars a week eight dollars a month or fifty eight dollars a year or you could just listen share or just hate watch me I love that I love that if I had people hate watching me because they're watching me or listening to me. And that's amazing. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so what we have here is the last episode yesterday I talked about the division between postmodernism and modernism. We'll go over a basic basic rundown of what modernism is and postmodernism is. Okay, th this is where I need text and GIMP suck. I mean, GIMP, GIMP's fine. What's that thing? The Inkscape sucks at text. Every time I open Open Office, I have to go to Customize. Click on F2. Delete the motherfucker! Then click OK because if I push E on my keyboard, it thinks there's an F2 right under, right to the right of the E key. So when I push E, it also pushes F2. When I push G, it also pushes H. When I push H, it also pushes slash. When I push one more of the other buttons, it might do something. Um, like push G, it wants to push you know other button. It's 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 fucking annoying. It's hard to write, as in write books and stuff. Which I have published seven books. Another shameless pug. Head over to lulu.com/slash/search. Then put in that box, Big Mister T, if you want to see a radical book for kids and adults about the events of 2020. That is very accurate and very appropriate for kids and adults and kind of funny. Also, payhip.com slash stickverse for the digital. But we are talking today about postmodernism and modernism. Okay? So these kind of these are just words to describe a group of things that have existed for a long time. So 
it's not like these things were made up yesterday. Postmodernism doesn't take place after modernism, and modernism doesn't take place after um, feudalism any more than, you know, the sandwich was invented in, in the Middle Ages. You know, like, no, I mean, fuck. Maybe it was, but, like, there was always bread and lettuce and, like, fucking tomatoes. So it's just someone putting them together, and that's what this is. Postmodernism is the sandwich of those ideas. Modernism is the sandwich of those ideas. The uh, the ingredients have been there the entire time. So, some of the things in postmodernism are things like subjectivity, okay, and its opposite in modernism because these are opposites is objectivity. Just about in every way, single shape, and form. Postmodernism and modernism are opposites. Okay, so what's another thing in modernism? Post okay, narrative, very postmodern. Modernism. Instead of narrative, you have truth. Now you might be like, "Well, truth is not the opposite of narrative. It's a rough opposite, because narrative is." Truth, searching for the truth is, okay, so what you want to find what's actually true. Narrative is, we already have what we want to find and we want to make it true. In other words, instead of we want to find and promote what is actually true, we want our thing to be found and promoted to where it is believed to be true. So that is how they are opposites, okay? Search for truth versus make our thing true is essentially their opposites okay another thing in modernism is and this is a bit of a slight capitalism and I'll explain the slight later and socialism in postmodernism now the slide is, technically, socialism is a kind of Marxism, which is related to postmodernism, but not the exact same thing. And capitalism is a form of trade. Now, what's really the slight is the re is this, is okay, now I have escape, is this. And I've, I've shown this before. So basically imagine a little dot, and then imagine a circle around that dot. That's a shit Shape, shape. All right, and then another bigger circle around that circle, and then you have a hard line, super fat ass motherfucker around that. So that's like three, right? And in the center, that's free trade. Just trade. So trade, free trade, is essentially you. Let's say your name is X, and you know this guy whose name is W. Yeah, I just pulled him off the keyboard, and you have an apple. X has an apple, W has a pear. W wants an apple, X wants a pear. You exchange them, free trade. Nobody kills each other for the entire day, free trade. That's just what trade is, free trade, okay? Now capitalism is not free trade. Capitalism is a complicated system to trade with capital because let's say you have a tomato and he has a rock. You don't want rock. He doesn't want tomato. You can't exchange. But what if there was capital? A, a, a gold coin with 
Caesar's face on it, or maybe Caesar's ass to make it funnier. Right? You can give him. Oh, well, you don't want. You both don't want the same thing. But let's say instead you got E. E has what you want, which is a banana. And you also have a banana. But you want one more banana, fuck. So you give E one ass coin of Caesar, and he gives you the banana. Now he's got an ass coin that he didn't have before. Let's say he had one to begin with, and you have zero now, but you have two bananas and he has two ass coins. He can go to W and get what he wants, or R, or T, or Y, or whatever, with that coin. Capital. That is capitalism. Free trade does not require capital. That's why you can do free trade with like cryptocurrency or inanimate objects. Free trade itself is pure, holy, and untarnishable. However, when you invite capital into the discussion, human greed will ultimately corrupt human trade and turn it into what is called capitalism. And what you have here, capitalism, is actually opposite of socialism. You know, because they're of course they're opposites, but they orbit on the same loop, which makes them completely compatible. And that's what you've seen over the history of the past 200 years. You've seen Western countries employ socialism and inject it into capitalism in the government and also in corporations. And the ultimate destiny of socialism is to become communism. So on the further out ring, the second ring out, you've got communism or, or orbiting the same loop as corporatism and they are opposites. Once again, co communism and corporatism actually work really well together. I don't know if I have the picture. Let's see if I can find it without flashing anybody because you guys probably don't want to be flashed. This is the Dark Star Rising but you know, rumble, everybody's approved, everybody's approved, careful, everybody's approved, where's the picture? Um, where's the picture? It's a, it's a really good picture, I can describe it better if I find, oh, here, it was at the top. Many shades of red. Alright, is this the one? Yes. It's an old photo of an old, yeah, it's a, a like a picture of an old newspaper a long time ago, maybe around the 1930s. Communists always claim that they must struggle to abolish capitalism with all its evil. Z all its evils. However, in 1917, the Russian Revolution was financed by the Russian Communist Revolution was financed by millionaires in the New York through Jacob Schiff, who gave Trotsky 15 million that he and Lenin needed to execute their project. Lenin, an ultimate communist, is funded by an ultimate capitalist. Wait a minute, what? Capitalists and the communists working together? In 1990, one of the organizers of the U.S. Communist Party was millionaire Dr. Julius Hammer when his physician's son went to Russia in 1921 to do medical relief work. He was personally told by Lenin that they did not need doctors but American capital and technology. Like technology from the techno state. Russian industrial and military operations are financed like ours, except that ownership and control of the capital is limited to the party. The more we learn about communist methods, 
the more apparent it becomes that communism is capitalism international. This is something I wasn't aware that they were aware of back then, but very few people were aware of it back then. Just like the Democrats and the Republicans are the uniparty, and they use conquer and divide techniques, Sun Sunian techniques, or the people who are the, most of them are puppets, but they're overlords to do this at least, to pit the Republicans and the Democrats against each other to separate. It's called conquer and divide, divide and conquer, whatever. If you divide the population, you can control them better. So, certain uh, presidential candidates are bought out, like both sides are bought out by the same billionaire corporations. One of them is promoting socialism and the other one's promoting slightly less socialism. You know, the Republicans tend to be, well, not quite just yet. You know, some of the Republicans, though, if you look at Trump, you can see Trump being tied to some of the same elites that who are linked on the left. I mean, he was with Epstein, just like Bill Clinton. Okay, and they're maybe they're not friends, but maybe they are. You know, it's like the elites are all part of the same group for the most part. And you know, even Elon Musk, you might say, well, he's the one special elite who's not all on the same board. Okay, but this is the guy who became the richest man in the world. Figuratively, because his wealth is market-based and it's not actual profit. In other words, he doesn't actually have $288 billion. His companies are worth that via the stock market. So it's perceived value, and if he was to sell a bunch of stock, he might have then a lower perceived value, not because he lost stock, but because his companies look like they're going down because he's bailing ship, and thus the value of his companies would go down. But his value of his companies went up, and he became the richest, once again, not hard rich person, but the wealthiest in perceived value in the world during 2020 when all the other billionaires became trillionaires as well. Or when all the other billionaires gained collectively like $20 trillion or some shit crazy amount. I can't count at that point. So if you think he's an elite, but he's one of yours, he's one of the few pure elites... Okay, then why is he also making billions of dollars off of the $22 trillion environment scam industry? Okay, why is he also making billions of dollars from COVID, the COVID lockdowns, the big businesses, the stock market? If he's good, pure, and holy, why does he look like them on paper, exactly the same on paper? His personality is different. I like his personality. I think his character is great. He plays memes and does everything else, but he panders to the left and panders to the right. He's just the billionaire elite who wants to be loved. Okay? And this is what you end up seeing throughout the course of the last 200 years is socialism has been completely compatible with capitalism. Communism completely compatible with corporatism. Well, what's corporatism? Corporatism is the evolution of capitalism. Instead of just large companies, you get massive corporations. These massive corporations each behave like one single communist state. I've worked for these corporations, some of them, and they do in fact act like a communist state. The way they have their dress codes and the, 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 the terminology and the stuff that they do, it's very communistic. Okay? I know I'm not an expert in communism, but I know enough about communism to know when I'm in communism. And that is what you get with corporations. 
So it turns out the elites have been pitting capitalists and socialists against each other in the same way they pit Republicans and Democrats. Divide and conquer. If they're united, we cannot succeed in raping them, raping their purses. You know, that, that's, that's just another beautiful thing about, like, the beautiful as in absolutely horrid and horrible. You know, they, they do this when they kill people. They do this when they, they invade other countries. You know, they conquer and divide. Well, you guys on the left are, are supposed to be against this, this invasion of Iraq. And now you guys on the right are supposed to be for it. Now, 10 years later, 20 years later, you guys on the right are supposed to be against world wars and, and, and foreign wars. And you guys on the left are supposed to be for it. We'll flip it. But we'll control it. And we'll control your minds and what you're supposed to be for. It's like... Conquer, it's divide and conquer. We're in control. Controlled opposition is what it is. And so communism and corporatism, perfectly compatible. They fit neatly together. And when you do that, it helps to have the government on your side. Instead, like, okay, so I'm going to be talking about some science fiction. And all the science fictions I can remember, they pit the corporations as being the governments. And the government's obsolete, essentially. But that's not reality. In the future, what we have now, because now it's the future, essentially. And what we have... The present continually uh, squeezing through the time. I, I watched this thing about Alan Watts. His, some of his, his words, really interesting, really insightful. What he was saying was basically, stop thinking of the present as being the consequence of the past and start thinking of the present being the master of the past and the future. The present is what creates the past, not the past creating the present. And, and if you think of it that way, the, the present always moving is the present. It's the present when it's the present, and that's the thing that creates the history. That's the thing that creates the past and also creates the future. The present is everything. So instead of focusing on the past, oh, it's, it's the past's fault, or, or it's the future is screwed, you focus on the present. Because the present you can control to a degree, and that will shape both the past and the future. And that was beautiful, very, very useful. Instead of being all like, oh, we're screwed, or, oh, look look at all these people, you know, we have to do reparations because of all this white supremacy, or we have to do um, wars because of Russia, or we have to prepare for the future when... The population is going to go down by importing a bunch of like five million illegal immigrants, or we gotta we gotta prepare for the future, which is going to be post-human by just freaking out. No, you need to do good in the present, and that will ripple to the past and the future. Because when you do good in the present and you prepare and you do good for the present, that becomes the past, and the past is the foundation for then the present to build the future. The present is everything. And what we have here, so that communism and corporatism can work together but also involve the government, is something called fascism. On the same loop as communism and corporatism is fascism, which is essentially the corporations working hand-to-hand -hand with the government and the communist uh, billionaires and the communist uh, politicians and you know the communist activists. So... You could even have another swing would, would be like the activists and stuff. Now I broke I broke down the establishment, Ugu Big May, in one of my previous episodes. Check that out. Or, or go to rumble.com slash jarv8 for my videos about 
Ugu, Big, and Mei, which are the three tiers of the triangle called the Establishment, the One World Empire, the Establishment. Um, but So these all work into that. But ultimately what we have then in this final loop is the union of all three of those together called COMPFA, Communist Corporate Fascism, C-O-M-P-F-A, COMPFA. And so that's what we actually have uh, in the world today, especially in the West. Instead of it being a oh, war where the socialists and the capitalists, the communists and the corporatists and the fascists all fighting each other, it's all together combined, working together to divide people on ideology in many other ways. And that way they can never unite to oppose the elites themselves who run the conflict world government so back to postmodernism and modernism so you understand that you know these things are opposites but that doesn't mean that they can't be used together okay and not all the po all not all the modernists are postmodernists but every single postmodernist is a modernist first and that's like oh wait a minute what Yes, because you can't really be a postmodernist exclusively. You have to engage with reality at some level. And the scientific method is underneath modernism, while the opposite of the scientific method would be kind of like create new religions. I don't know, something to that effect. And if you look at Postmodernism, which comes from the Marxism and the Hegelian dialectic. Hegel was essentially crying, as far as I'm aware, trying to create a new pagan religion. And he didn't really succeed so much in his time, but through Marx and the postmodernists, he was able to, his, his offshoot, his offspring were able to create a new religion, a pagan religion called wokeism. Okay? So understand the relationship between Hegelism, Marx, young Marxian, young Hegelism, and postmodernism, all those things together ha is what has created the woke culture and wokeism and the, the critical race theory and intersectionalism, woke feminism, white rage feminism, and all of that shit, okay? It's all postmodern Marxist and Hegelian dialectic in the, its core. But it's easier to just be like, okay, we need one word to sum it all up. And the best word for that, well, it cloakly became woke, right? The word to sum it all up. But I, I, I've been using postmodern because it's, it's very reasonable, very useful to use modernism, postmodernism. So the, the pursuit of truth, what's the opposite of the pursuit of truth? Like we said, the, the pursuit of your narrative being viewed as true, you know? If you have a truthful narrative, it's going to win out ultimately more more easily, more likely to win out. Now, the lies travel the fastest, and those narratives are to gobble up the quickest. But the ultimate, most powerful narratives are narratives that are true. Okay, and this is why there are so, some fundamental truths about the reality that human beings exist in, and how human beings interact with reality, like. There are men and there are women, and they have different biological roles. Like th that's those are some fundamental truths right there. And modernism is acknowledging 
fundamental truths. Like I said, and postmodernism is about rejecting fundamental truths. Okay? And ultimately that 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 goes on to more. We have we have more things in these groups. You have um, logic and reason. And what's the opposite of logic and reason? Feelings, yes. And emotions. Okay. For example, let's say you are born. And this is how I phrase it. Human beings are not their body. Human beings are each a union between three things. A body, a mind, and a spirit. Okay? So, boom. After conception, your mind starts developing. Let's say you already have your spirit. And boom, your body's already there. So shortly after conception, if not instantly after conception, you are a human being. Okay? Now, if you remove one of those, you're not a human being anymore. But it's impossible to remove the spirit until you kill the human body organically itself to some degree. Maybe some people are vegetables and thus don't have a spirit. But basically that's what a human being is. Not just the body, not just the mind, and not just the spirit, but the trinity. Now the Enlightenment movement, the atheist movement, is all, has, it was all about removing the spirit from the human trinity. By saying, okay, God's dead now, we killed God, there's no more God, there's no more spirit, there's just the body, just the body and the mind. And ultimately, postmodernism, following in the wake of the Enlightenment movement, has been about removing the body. So now that the Enlightenment atheists are mad because they really liked the body and the scientific element of reality. Yeah, science can't be, can't be used to describe, to explain everything in reality. But it can be helpful for the physical because it's science is the understanding of the physical. And like there's understanding of spiritual and metaphysical as well, the mind metaphysical. Okay? And postmodernism can be used to help understand the metaphysical, the mind. But it cannot be used to understand the spiritual very well or at all, and definitely not the physical. So, you know, you could use postmodernism, it would be a great tool for writing um, fiction, like. Uh, fantasy or whatever and modernism is a great tool for understanding the body with its science logic and reason but instead what you have is them pitting up against each other in the culture wars ultimate divide is postmodernism versus modernism because some people okay it's not enough to realize that they're not their body okay but they're in a body it's a certain way and you you can't just change it by slapping on some lipstick you can't just change it by cutting off a dick or, or gouging out the, the uterus and then putting the fake dick on there or, or an actual dick that doesn't work, doesn't have sperm, it doesn't ejaculate, doesn't have the, the, the uh, prostate doesn't create the, 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 the semen, you know, the whole thing doesn't work. So you have, generally speaking, you have hermaphrodites in the middle, but there are no human hermaphrodites that have ever been, as far as, as, far as history, and science is concerned, there has never been a human hermaphrodite on planet Earth. There might have been one time that we weren't aware of, but as far as we know, there are no hermaphrodites, which is literally functioning both male and female genitalia. You could maybe even reproduce with yourself, okay? That's a hermaphrodite. 
So all the people on planet Earth have always been either to the left, female, or to the right, male, of hermaphrodite. So, so it's an average thing. If you're 51% female, you're a female. If you're 51% male, you're a male. You know, no one's 100% male, no one's 100% female. There's primary and secondary traits, but the primary traits are like worth three points, and the secondary traits are like worth one point. There's probably more primary traits, and they definitely carry more weight. Or maybe there's more secondary traits, but the primary carry more weight. And it's like th like this. You got a bowl. There are red Skittles and green Skittles. Green is male, red is female. And you can't, there's not 100 Skittles, there's only 99. So you are going to be, you're going to have, unless you eat some Skittles, which you're not allowed to do, you're going to have more of one than the other. So you're going to be essentially mostly female or mostly male. It's not a spectrum. It's just a variance between two things, two types of Skittles. That's how I understand it. That's what it sounds like when you actually look into the, the science of sex. Do your own research, man. Do your own research. Whatever. But when you have people who are like, no, I live not in my physical body. I don't live in the spiritual. I only live in the metaphysical because of postmodernism. Or let's say they're a modern person, but they're saying, I only live in the physical. See, if you, if you see yourself as only living in one of those three things, then you're going to be cutting off the other two and your access to the other two. So if you're like, I'm only spiritual, I have no body, I have no mind, you're going to lose the, 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 the understanding and the, the benefits of those other two regions. And modernists, the problem with the, the, the atheist and enlightenment movement of the, the, the science only, and you're just a body and you're just floating through space or whatever, um, you're just star shit and whatever the fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, or you're an evolved ape, or whatever the fuck, you know, it's like, more like devolved, to be honest, if you look at human beings these days, um, is, is, is they're, they're cutting off the metaphysical, and also the spiritual, and the problem with the postmodernists is they're cutting off the physical and the spiritual, okay, but you have all three, you know, the religious people might even try to cut off the metaphysical and the physical for only the spirit, but for the most part, actually, some of the more, the, the believers tend to get it right because they understand that there's spiritual, metaphysical, and physical. Those who understand that there are all, all three are the ones can truly understand human beings the way they operate and and more. Okay? But the people of... So postmodernism is ultimately a, a, a movement that has come after um, the Enlightenment movement or whatever you want to call it, the science movement. And they're like, hey, it's okay that you got rid of spirit. We're not going to add that back. But we're also going to get rid of body. And what does that mean? Well, you're no longer your body. You don't have a body. Your body is irrelevant. Basically, how they manifest this is they say, okay, if you you were born in the body of, like they might not even acknowledge that you're not literally your body, but they'll say, if you were born in the body of a objective adult human male, you can change that body. It's easy. You just say it's a female, and now your body is an objective human female, even though it's clearly not. Using modernistic tools like logic, reason, science, and, and the search for truth, you can clearly see that it's not female. It's male. Okay, Your body is male. Okay, If your body is female, then your body is female. 
And you can't actually change it with the technology that we have. The technology we have, you can create a mockery like Blair White, but you can't actually change your body's actual sex. I'm going to use the word sex because gender, whatever the fuck, you know, it's useless. It's, it's like it, it was a trap. Gender, the word was a trap the whole time, apparently, created by the postmodernists to give the, them the ability to change someone's sex through, through like, oh, how you identify or whatever. Okay, so why would why would they want to remove the spirit, these atheists? And why would the postmodernists want to remove the body? It gives them more control. It ultimately, they didn't want God to exist, so they removed the spirit. Ah, now God's out of the picture. We can do whatever we want, and we don't have to report to God. And ultimately, with the postmodernists, they're like, hey, but we want to control the minds of human beings and make them whatever we want. And when you remove the spirit, and then also the body, all you have left is the metaphysical mind. And that is very moldable. Moldable. You can form that into anything. In fact, you can convince yourself of anything. You should try it, but maybe not everything. Try something. You can eventually convince yourself of anything. This is the reality of sexual orientation or preference. And people think, well, it's just genetics. You're born gay. No, you're not. You're not born trans or anything else. Preference, sexual preference, as far as who you want to fuck, is entirely in your head. 100% metaphysical. There's little to nothing that could be added. There's maybe a little bit genetic when it comes to hormones and things like that. But for the most part, it is in your head. And if you were wanting to become something sexually that you aren't, you could convince yourself of it. Okay? You just have to want it. And then throughout life, make millions of micro decisions that slowly nudge you that way. This is a fact of reality. I don't care if you you can't see it. I would like you to see it. I'd like to help you see it. But it's a fact, so I'm going to state it as a fact. Your mind is what controls your sexual orientation. Now, your body's sex is a physical thing. Now, for spirit, there's a whole whole another group of things, but we're going to we're separating that for now because that's that's less of the focus. But what we have here is we have Okay, you've got, you're, you're boiled down to now with postmodernism, you're just an orb, a metaphysical orb, an orb of thoughts and emotions, and you can be anything. Now you're the perfect specimen for posthumanism. And posthumanism is the third category. It's the final form of anti-God. Essentially, this is all just rejecting God and what God has created, post-humanism, sorry, is the final form. Now, there's many different humanism. There's many different ways that post-humanism can uh, become a reality, and in science fiction, there's plenty of examples. But I'm going to go ahead and start up a game I have. Please, Steam, please, just don't require internet, Steam. Also, Steam, don't uh, don't update this game or anything, Steam. Please, Steam, please be nice to me this one time, Steam. Please, why are half my a third of my games or so on you, Steam? Uh, back in the days when you just put it in a disc, but you know discs are very un un uh, convenient. They're they're uncomfortable. They're they're they're, they're slow and stupid. No, why would you install it? It was already installed. 
I had everything already installed. Why? How do things get uninstalled all by themselves? How does that even work? Steam, you're the one with all the installs. How does it work for things to be uninstalled? I thought... Steam. Steam. Oh, fuck you, Steam. Yes. Install the game that uh, was already installed. Install it, you fucking bitch. I can swear it's the Dark Star Rising podcast and show we're not... Wait. You were already installed. You're a lying bitch, Steam. Fuck you, Steam. Okay. So, we're loading up Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Human Revolution Directory's Cut. Because this is a cyberpunk, dystopian, futuristic, and accurate depiction of our reality. In fact, one of the interesting things is Alex Jones is in the game. They don't call him Alex Jones, but he's literally just a copy pasta of Alex Jones. He has a radio and he's talking about the Illuminati all the time. And in this game, the Illuminati aren't just real, they're running everything. Okay? And... Odyssey? Destroyed sewers? That's 2356.04, this is 3... This is 1502. Oh wow, that's 2021. I actually played it in 2021. I haven't played this game for two years. 2020 is the last real save. So, the reason why I'm loading up this game... It's not just cyberpunk, it's not just dystopian, it's also its own genre of, it's, its look is very orange, everything's really orange, but also, it's like hard sci-fi transhuman, okay? So, you play as, uh, this guy named, um, Jensen! And I'm getting 50 frames, but it's not acting like it's 50 frames. Where's, is it shift? Alt. How do I crouch? I can't do this without a controller. Okay. Well, I don't really need to because I'm, I've killed everyone in this region. Okay, so um, everything is orange and gray, but so it's it's not Cyberpunk 2077. It's an actually good Cyberpunk game, and it's it's a it's better than its sequel. It's just a really good game. But the point of why I bring this up is fiction oftentimes predicts the future, but it gets a lot of things wrong. But it gets a lot of things right. And in the Deus Ex universe, eventually they ended up with miniature robots in their bodies that made them transhuman, that made them have superpowers. But in this one, it's more realistic where he's got augmentations, transhuman augmentations. So this is a good example of transhumanism in a, in a video fic fictional sense. And I'm yelling because the sound is very loud. What he has is got these weapons, right? And that's normal. But he's also got these superpowers. Can I show my superpowers? Um... I don't know. I, I, I'm used to the controller. I plug it in the PlayStation 4 controller and then it just works. There's these gang members. Some of them have uh, augmentations and some of them don't. But basically what an augmentation is, is can I see jet, 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 there you go. An augmentation is essentially a cybernetic implant in the body, okay? So if you are just a metaphysical mind and you're not your body, your body's not a temple. That's the spiritual look, way of looking at your body. Your body being a temple. The physical way of looking at your body is it's an organism. And the metaphysical way of looking at your body, or the postmodern way, is that it's a canvas. Like for tattoos or for cybernetics. It's just the starting point. And so you, essentially transhumanism is what continues on postmodernism physically, Hypothetically, one way, 
that this can bridge the gap between postmodernism, modernism, and posthumanism is through transhumanism with cybernetic implants and things like that. But ultimately, you're still not posthuman because you have that organic body, you have your spirit, your mind, it's all there still, you just got robot parts added in to it. H plus. If you watch the TV show H plus on YouTube, it's a good example of like Deus Ex, the original one, robot nanite bots, little little robots that you eat and then now are in your brain and everywhere and it gives you a heads up display and it allows you to see um augmented realities what that that was their form of transhumanism was an augmented reality to where you could see things watch tv on your eye retinas or whatever that however that word um but the way that we see it actually um manifesting in our timeline our reality the way it is is well at least the least how they want it is through the metaverses and there's way more than one uh cryptocurrency metaverses or nft metaverses and is that a, is that just the icon for blade and soul that's the icon for blade and soul why would you have like a little plaque thing there to make any sense all right anyways not just through metaverses but through other systems so one way one example of a post-human well not quite post-human but getting closer to post-human reality is matrix the movies where you have people plugged into the machines and their metaphysical minds are essentially separated from their bodies but they still have bodies and spirits at that point in time true post-humanism is a little bit more like let me see if i can find it real quick real fast so i can is a little bit more like um, eight K origin, okay. In this series, it's like this the spawn of posthumanism. Instead of it being like you get a robot body, but you still have a human part, aka cyborg, like in Deus Ex. Or like in the Matrix, where you have a human body, but some robotic cybernetics, and you plug into the Matrix, which is still kind of transhuman, not quite posthumanism. In this book series that you can find at payhip.com slash jagae, which is J-A-G-A-E. So payhip.com slash J-A-G-A-E. This is one of my published novel series. It's it's a graphic novel, CGI graphic novel series, AK Origin, on Amazon physically and also on lulu.com slash search 8K Origin. In this fictional universe, what happens is after some wars, the elites retreat into these citadels and they have their own population, their own minds, their slaves, whatever you want to call them. Their citizens, legal citizens, obey their elites, and um, and then the rest of the world outside. It's supposed to be apocalyptic. It's supposed to be like crazy, but you know, as you dig deeper, you see it's a slightly less dystopian and slightly just not under their control. But in it, there's some. It's like the beginning of posthumanism, and posthumanism would be a little bit more like. Like I said, transhumanism bridges the gap between 
what we currently have now and posthumanism, but ultimately the goal, the function of all this shit, this, this progress, the leftist progress that we've had for the past 200 years, its ultimate goal, its ultimate function, not its purpose, its purpose is all good, good things, all great, great things, but the purpose of all the progress has always been the same. If you leave God, there's only one place to end up, and that is posthumanism. Anti-God, anti-human, this is the type of stuff the postmodernists push. Things that are objectively false, so anti-science, anti-God's truth, things that are affront to the spirit, and also things that are not even true maybe of the mind. But ultimately, the, the function of all this shit is post-humanism. And those different ways that post-humanism can manifest... And this is, this is interesting. Let's let's go ahead and do that. Uh, let's let's see if we can find it with with the fucking search. Come on. Different ways that it can manifest. Okay, but all of them are post-human, and one of them is coming. At least it's a potential future because this is what the elites are f pushing for. Whether or not they want this is irrelevant. It is the function. If you leave God, you will eventually end at posthumanism. It's just a question of how long will it take you to get there, how many people will become posthuman, and which form of posthumanism you will get. And we're going to be looking at several different kinds of posthumanism. I have to find a, a picture. Hopefully, I can. Why does everybody have to be approved? There's no place I can just uh, show my screen. Uh, Well, yeah, that's not the right picture, but I guess that might do. There you go. That's posthuman. You might think, oh, that's a human being. Well, it's it's a skull and forearm bone and another forearm bone. The uh, bones, or the uh, maybe if if it's not the actual bones, it, you know the. Uh, the indentation of the bones with replacement through, uh, you know, what they call a, uh, let's go fuck, dinosaur, it's not a, it's not the bone, but when the bone is there, it creates a hole, and then the bone gets seeped away, and then, like, that's probably a really, a bone, but it's called a, um, and then it gets replaced by other minerals and stuff, and it becomes a, 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 a um, fossil. Okay, so the bones and the fossils of human beings, well, they might be something to remain from the body, but they're not themselves a human being, right? Because the human being is the body, the mind, and the spirit functioning together. When you die, or you, your body dies, your spirit leaves, and your metaphysical probably just hitches a ride on the spirit, okay? So you're no longer a human, you're, you're just your spirit with your metaphysical, or just your spirit, however that works. I'm not an expert, but you're definitely not, you're not a human anymore, you're post-human, okay, when you die, or when your body dies, and your body isn't human, your body is a corpse, a human being's corpse, or a, um, a homo sapien corpse, you know, the, the organism that was alive, that was a human organism, but now it's a corpse. So one way for posthumanism to manifest is in fact people dying. Okay? 
that's one way to acquire posthumanism. And you can see this with how the elites celebrate the billions that they've killed or how they say that they want to kill billions. Whether it's they already did it or they want to do it. You know, watch my episode about um, Dark Winter or listen to it. And then the one right after it, I think it was the one right after Dark Winter where I went into that episode where, you know, TEDx and Mr. Yates and how he was um, saying with healthcare, vaccines, and reproduction stuffy stuff, well, we're going to have 9 billion people on planet Earth, but we could reduce that with those things by 15%, aka 1 billion people. So, what if, you, if you're thinking of that through a postmodern lens, it can be mean whatever the fuck they want it to mean. But if you're thinking of it through a modern lens, you've got 9 billion, that's a math thing, then you're minusing 1 billion, it's basic math, arithmetic, division, uh, negativity, whatever. And then what? Then you end up with 8 billion, which is what we currently have now. Did they already kill a billion people? I don't know. You tell me. But you can't do that math in reality without killing a billion people. Now, if you're talking about potential life, you just prevent them from existing. But at this point, we're already over 8 billion, somewhere around there. So it's like they're going to still have to kill at least 10 people to get that 8 billion again. You know? And a lot of this is through the... They he literally said with vaccines, healthcare, and reproduction stuff, technology, or whatever you want to call it, and I would say abortion is one of those things. Well, the the fetus, the embryo, whatever you want to call it to dehumanize it, it's still a human being. He or she, it's a human being. He is a human being, she is a human being. Beating heart, the mind's already thinking, it's already got a spirit, it's a fucking human being. So you're not preventing it from living, you're killing it when you have an abortion. And then, what are the other two things? Vaccines and healthcare. Well, how do you kill people with healthcare? I'm also very interested about that. How do you prevent them from existing with healthcare? Interesting. Are they talking about contraceptives? That was probably in the healthcare technology part. And the whole quote is on TEDx.com. Search for the video, Innovate to Zero. I'm not hiding it. I once tried to get a lefty to watch it, but he was all like, Yeah, I'm sure it exists later. Literally, you can just go to TEDx right now and open your eyes. But instead, you're going to be like, No, I refuse to even think of the possibility of what you're saying could be even possibly true. It's like you're just intentionally being stupid. You're intentionally siding with the billionaire elites who want to murder you, and there's nothing I can do to save you. So if that's the case, you're hopeless, okay? But if you have the slightest open mind, go to TEDx.com. It's, it's a website, TEDx.com. Search in their box, innovate, innovate the word, to zero. Okay, why does he want to innovate to zero? Well, it's basic math. He wants to innovate. The, the first part of the equation he's talking about is P for people. The first one he talks about is innovating P for people down to zero, as close to zero as we can get it. How would you innovate the population of Earth down to zero? How would you do that? I wonder. Basic math. Basic fucking math. 9 billion minus 1 billion equals 8 billion. That's 1 billion people murdered. That's the only way to kill 
The only way to innovate them down once they're already allowed alive. And then that's not low enough. You got eight billion. We got to turn it into seven billion, six billion, maybe two hundred million, like the Georgia Stones say. Who knows? Maybe that's just a conspiracy theory. But the Georgia Stones are real. Some Christians wrote on the Georgia Stone like something like, "This is Satanist. This is God is real." Something like that. But even if the Georgia Stones are just a front for them to be pretend like they want to kill eight billion and a half people, or seven billion and a half people, like, why would you want to pretend to kill? Pretend that you want to kill it. Or if it's just like, oh, well, we already know that they're going to die somehow. Some You can't, like, know. Unless you're a time traveler, you can't know for sure that 8 billion people are just going to die all of a sudden. And so you got to keep it down to 300 million to be in balance with nature. But the, 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 the environmentalists lie about nature being out of balance with human beings with 8 billion. It's just so, such an affront to reality, science, and truth. It's so suffocatingly fucking shit. The reality is, Earth has billions, if not trillions of life forms. And you might be like, well, human beings are evil and a cancer. That's a very post-modern way to look at it. It's a way to, so that you demonize your own carbon, which, by the way, carbon is life. Carbon dioxide is a pinnacle stone of life. Without carbon dioxide, you don't have life. So vilifying carbon dioxide is literally vilifying life. Your carbon footprint, you are a disease, you are a cancer. What is that to do? It's meant to keep you from reproducing. It's meant to incentivize you to leave the physical, to leave the spiritual, and just exist as a metaphysical orb. And the another way you can become post-human without dying, so to speak, is the metaverse. Now, maybe you still have a body and you still shit around for a while, but eventually, with one of these metaverses, whether it's an NFT, crypto, Ether, whatever the fuck metaverse, or it's Met, Facebook's own metaverse, or it's VR Chat already exists. By the way, Facebook, you fucking stole this shit from VR Chat. You fucking cunt. Um, Zuck is a cunt. He's also probably a vampire lord or something. He's fucking inhuman. That's for sure. You look at him, he's got to be some sort of biological, like fucking. Splicing, like that movie Splice, bio biological hybrid between a pig, maybe 2% human, mostly robot reptilian, to be honest. He's a fucking abomination. And it's not just the way he looks, too. The way he acts, the way he talks. Yes, when I was human. <laughs> I mean, I'm human now. <laughs> like me, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Like, my body is a human body. No. Maybe I'm a human if you look at me as the spiritual, metaphysical, and human. But I'm not going to just say straight up I'm a human. Okay? Because I have a big enough brain to grasp concepts outside of the physical. Okay? So I see myself as, first and foremost, a spirit trapped inside a human body. So I don't really see myself as a human. Okay? But I see most beings that walk around to be that trinity of human beings. The mind, body, and spirit. Maybe I'm nothing more. I'm not saying I am or I'm not. Okay? But I'm definitely not being all like, I've evolved from human beings and now... I mean, I'm still a human being. I'm not saying that. It's fucking weird, bro. It's like, he's a fucking robot already. Maybe he is. I don't know. There's a lot of technology I'm not aware of. So, I'm not going to rule anything out. Okay? 
But some of these people do act very fucking weird and very pale and very robot and they move like robots and they, they act like robots. Just look at the guy, the Jew guy, not saying Jew in a bad way. He is a Jew and he has a lot of Jews on his show. He has a podcast. He did a podcast with Zuckerberg himself and they both look like freaks of nature. Like absolute, not because they're Jews, but they absolutely look inhuman, meaning not human. They look like robots or something. And they were talking to each other and looking like robots and freaky as fuck. That, now, it's, I'm being mean, yes, but I, I, I'm questioning their very humanity because they don't appear like human beings. Human beings are like organic organisms and they look like robots or vampires, okay? But one way you could be post-human is to be a robot or a vampire, I guess. That's probably more like transhuman, to be honest, because you're tran you're partially human, maybe. But androids are in fact post-human or not human at all. Android is a robot, an, an AI, a program inside a robot body. There's no human there. There's no spirit, soul. There's no metaphysical human. There's nothing. However, to create a post-human like that, you what you could do is copy the intelligence or the mind, the consciousness, the metaphysical of the head from a human being, from the from that the brain, whatever, the metaphysical mind, head, and put it into a machine. Then you have a post-human. He thinks he's human because he was copied by a human, but he's not. He's a post-human. Another way to get post-humanism is, let's see if I can find, oh, that picture, if I can find that picture. Was that in GIMP, I mean, Blender? Was it was it was it in Blender or was it with with uh, blend, Blender? No, it's Blender renderings. Yes, but it's Blender renderings sorted by date. It's created. Oh right, we have it. Okay, so this is inspired by Resident Evil. I found out. Yeah, this is totally just inspired by Resident Evil Five. But that's good because Resident Evil Five was the best Resident Evil game that has ever existed, and they'll never beat it. Um, also co-op. This right here is essentially all these pods with people in them. I never put the people, I pretend the people are in there, but it's basically just this circular loop with all these pods with people in them. And the pods of the people, they're like devolved people and they're like plugged into the matrix, so to speak. But the people themselves are like weak and they're like androgynous, which means they're like unisex or like not completely male or female they have like no genitalia they have no reproduction capability they're just like zombies okay and these zombies inside of these things they're, they're all plugged into the matrix and they all believe they're fairies or, or, or giant mega chad giga chad ultimate chad you know they all believe like they're i'm a beautiful goddess i got big boobies you know they all have like their own perfect image of themselves but they're all just canvases okay that's the picture that I have here. Canvases. And if you want to see the picture, head over to rumble.com slash darkstarrising. Nice segue. Or if you want a similar story that's different from this picture, that I, one picture I created that tells a whole story, you can check out 8K Origin. Lulu.com slash search. It's an adult thing, so you have to click the I, I'm, I'm an adult. I want to see adult content button that pops up. But right there in the search, you click on the, type in 8K, just the 8 symbol, and the, you know, for the number 8, and then the K, 
like 8K te like technology screen dimension resolution. 8K Origin. And that's it. If you want the first book for free, go to payhip.com slash jaggae. J-A-G-A-E. Jaggae. Yes. And the first book is free. So if you want to read it for free digitally, payhip.com slash jaggae. And the um, reason why I'm promoting that specific, one of my published novels, is because it is relevant to this discussion of posthumanism. Now, these beings inside these pods, they're not necessarily posthuman, but they're a devolved form of human beings as canvases, but their real consciousness, what they really identify as their metaphysical mind, is in the matrix or the simulation and there they can be like the the bunny or the rabbit or the worm or like the the, the fairy god you know like the fucking giant tent woman lady or they could be a food girl or something they can be whatever they want giant penis big tits fat ass belly button like fucking whatever they want big cock you know like whatever they want like giant banana like they can be whatever they want in the metaverse or the matrix or the simulation whatever you want to call it okay so that is the reality that the elites are nudging us to is to become these essentially genetically androgynous not reproducing beings um, that are stuck in some sort of VR reality or with Elon Musk's hypothetical um, Neuralink technology supposedly it's actually physical uh, a lot of his things are scams so I don't really know if this is one of them but if they create that if they are able to put those wires in your head and actually connect people's minds directly with the machines they won't need the VR headset and yes you will be unhealthy your body won't be it'll be just healthy enough to be alive probably but you'll be like an androgynous being your, your descendants your offspring your children will be like an androgynous being inside of these matrix-like pods, okay, in the matrix being whatever they want to be, like a video game. That is the, the future that the elites are trying to push on us, at least with their narratives. Now, what are their real motives? Do they really want to kill billions of people or do they just really want people to be stuck in the matrix? I think they don't really care so much. It's more like they're just trying to profit off of the now. It's not so much like they're evil overloads trying to do something crazy it's just this is what's the most profitable thing to sell us these lies like the like the 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 world hoax organization and all their scams you know who the world hoax organization or the climate accord in france with all their um climate change it's existential crisis every 10 years and then it'll pop up again and it'll be an existential crisis we didn't do anything about it the first time and it was fine but this time, for sure, the gods will come out and blow it out of the mountain and kill us all if we don't, if you don't give us trillions of dollars. Essentially, it's a scam. There's so many fucking types of scams. Watch my scam video or listen to that episode. It's like two episodes ago. Go look for it. I explain scams and how many and how easy it is to spot them. But for some reason, people still keep falling for these scams. And no one wants to admit that they're gullible or that they fall for scams. But the only way to actually not be gullible is to not fall for the scam. So if you're like, no, it's not a scam, it's not a scam, you're one of those people. You're scammed. You know, like, just step out of yourself for a second and step back and think, what if 
because look at it. It's like so profitable. The the billionaires, billionaire of all the billionaire got his billions from that scam. Like the guy whose wealth imaginally is like, you know, figuratively a 280 some billion dollars. He became the richest, you know, in figurative uh, stock market wealth off of the COVID crisis, whatever you want to call it, 2020 apocalypse now, COVID-19 and the Great Reset, COFEFE, and also from, you know, subsidies from the government for building electric cars, which are actually more polluty. not going to say it's bad for the entirety of all the universe. I'm not going to say it's, it's bad for the global climate or for the environment, which is just a made-up word that literally means nothing. But it's polluty. For sure. Electric cars are more polluty than gasoline. Who would have known? Europe has polluted more now that they've switched to 50% not renewable and not green technology. Windmills kill millions of birds. Like, how is it not a scam? Everything they say is false or upside down. And they don't even behave in the way that they should behave. These people pushing the scams settle on the coast. But then they say in five, ten years, my land is going to be underwater. Well, why would they buy the fucking house? It's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. And it's easier to control people when they're not based in reality, the physical, when they have no access to the spiritual, and they exist only as a metaphysical orb, as in your mind. Okay, I can be a bunny rabbit hero. I can be a transsexual snake thing. I can be a fruit. I can be an inanimate object. VR chat. Fun game, but you're still connected to your body. You got that helmet on. What would be better? Get him out of the body. Now, that's not quite posthumanism because you still have access to the body, the mind, and the spirit. But you're pretty dang close to posthumanism because the last step is just, hey, we'll just take out the brain. And copy their brain patterns into the matrix. Because AI is really hard to create, didn't you know? But if you copied a consciousness of a human being, you would have a cheap $10, $10 AI. A cheap China AI. You know, you could create a cheaper AI if you just copied the brain patterns and the capability of the human mind. Maybe originally it's just a human brain plugged into the machine with no body and maybe the spirit's gone, but it's still functioning. So basically that's already post-human. But now, but I mean, ultimately, the way that this would manifest, if it does in fact manifest in true posthumanism, is there's no brain left either. It's just an AI. And ultimately, the technological singularity is one of the posthuman outcomes. It's a posthuman future. Technological singularity. Now, Elon Musk is like, oh, AIs, AIs are so bad. They're going to be terrible and they're really coming up here soon. So we got to build technology to merge and become AIs. Wait, what? We gotta stop posthumanism by creating posthumanism. Reaper logic. You know, it's like, well, we gotta merge with the machines or we're gonna be left behind. Merge with the machines and then become a machine or, or you'll be left behind. I think you're gonna be left behind in both scenarios. You know, what you need to do right now is create foundations, governments, groups of people that will not sacrifice humanity for digital. They will not sacrifice human beings 
They will not become post-human. You gotta create foundations that are groundworks that only care about human rights. Focus on the human rights. Focus on the human beings. Because there will be plenty of people to pander and focus to the digital beings. To plenty of people to pander and focus to the transhumans. Plenty of people who pander and focus to the post-humans. Because that will be the fad. You need fundamental institutions to protect the rights of human beings now. That is the thing that will save humanity. People who want human beings to still exist. Not merging with the fucking machines. That's a good way to encourage post-humanism. That's a good way to bring about post-humanism through transhumanism. Post-humanism, the difference between modernism, you know, ancientism, ancientism had modernism and post-modernism together. Po modernism and post-modernism separated. Then you have transhumanism and post-humanism. The, the way to view these things is ancientism is like GigaChat. I am able to conquer all ideas and toss them around. And then you have this this little cock bitch called postmodernism and this skinny little tall white guy who's called modernism and this cuck bitch and the skinny little white guy they're not perfect they're not complete they're separate and they're fighting with each other and one of them poops out a little baby that has a robot cyber cyber chip and that robot cyber chip becomes a robot baby who thinks he's a dog that's the transhuman okay but then somebody grabs a, a robot grabs him and pulls out the brain copy pastes the brain's brain waves onto a machine and that is a post-human. Post meaning after humanity. Okay? I'm not saying that the gods are coming and explode from the mountain. You gotta give me 10 trillion dollars and I'll stop the gods. What I'm saying is don't give me any money. If you don't want to, don't buy my books. Download the one for free though. Or you're a fucking idiot. Like, why wouldn't you download a free graphic novel fucking CGI book? Payup.com slash Jagay. The first book is for free. Download completely on me. Completely free PDF. Then you can shit on it and say it's the worst thing ever. As opposed to like, you know, or you could enjoy it. Maybe it'll be the best thing ever. You don't know. It's subjective. Subjectivity is postmodern. Objectivity is modern. But back in the day, we had everything together. Now it's separated. Why? Because when you separate things into the fundamental elements and they just got one thing, you can divide and conquer and, and create your post-human future. Now, I'm not saying that elites absolutely want post-human future. They just want money, power, and fame. The, the trinity of, of wealth, whatever you want to call it. Money, power, and fame is the same thing. Those are just different capitals, different currency, or different capitals of the ultimate currency of life. Money, power, and fame, or civilization, I should say, not of life. Money, power, and fame. Now, with money, you can get power or fame. With fame, you can get power or money. With, with power, you can get fame or money. It's easy. If you have no money, power, or fame, you're fucked. You have to grind, and you're not probably going to get anything. Like 95%, maybe 99%, or 97%, some crazy number of people. The only way that these people, one way for us to basically get any money, power, or fame, is to, like, work four jobs and... Then we'll get some money, and that's about it. Maybe we can buy a little bit of fame with that. Maybe we can buy a little bit of power, but it's not much, right? Some people, everything gives them easy to them. You know, they create one PayPal device, and then now they're rolling into all these big ass scams, and so their value goes way up. Okay, it doesn't mean that person's stupid. You know, a pretty smart con man, but it also doesn't mean that person's a fucking genius. He's just a really smart con man. 
I don't hate his personality. I love his character, mind you, but I'm capable of loving someone's character, their human part, and also objectively criticizing their scam con mannery. Scammery. Okay? And and so I'm not telling you the future is bleak. The future is in flux as fuck. This may not happen. We may never become posthuman. That would be awesome. But we might want to start trying to stop posthumanism instead of just going along with the flow of the elites and their minions or mind slaves. And be like, oh yeah, metaverse, that sounds good. Take me out of my body and put me in a robot machine. Yay, stop reproducing no more human beings. We are a cancer on the world, blah, blah, blah. Carbon is a toxin, blah, 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 blah. Instead of doing that, let's stand up for humanity. Let's stand up and say, fuck you elites. No. I don't want to be post-human and I don't want my descendants to be post-human. I think humans are pretty great. Pretty cool. Made by God. Made in his image. Made in his image. Now, you might not believe in God, but human beings are still pretty fantastic. If you compare a human being to the ant or the fucking monkey, the ant and the monkey are like closer than the human beings are to either of them. You know, the monkey's like, <laughs> I got sticky! <laughs> The, the man, ant's like, I've got pincher. <laughs> and the human's being like, I'm God. Like, in comparison to the ant and the monkey, human beings is God. Okay? If you want to find God in an organism, you look no further than the human being. You can't find God, in, or intelligence, I should say, in the ant or the monkey. You, found, you find some cool design work, you know, some, some smart AI programming of those ants, boy, they work it like a communist collective perfectly, you know, and they're all female and they all sacrifice themselves for the greater cause of, of the queen, and so do the males sacrifice their life for the queen. Give me your seed and then die! You know, it's like the ultimate feminazi is the queen ant, you know, like, Give me your seed and then die! <laughs> but if you so this is the thing this is this is not a scam this is a fucking truth pill this is one of those things where it's like the ultimate fucking truth pill you will ever receive in your entire fucking life the future is in flux it could be really good it could be really bad it could be a combination of things but there is one future being built right now it's it's not necessarily what everybody wants and it's definitely not a good thing. Okay, it's, it's, not, it's not an apocalypse that will happen. It's apocalypse that could happen. But all you need to do to help out your descendants and the human species as a whole. And it's, it's not even, it's not like a socialist thing. You're not like contributing to the community. All it really is is saying, hey, I kind of think human beings are cool. And I kind of want them to continue on existing for a little bit longer. And the only thing you have to do is oppose post-humanism with every fiber of your fucking being. Because you are human. We are organic intelligent beings. Spiritual beings. Metaphysical beings. In this world. In this adventure together. And if we lose that, we won't be that. That's just it. The fundamental truth behind conservatism is, and this is something that everyone is technically a conservative, is you want to conserve something that's good. 
You want to keep it from becoming degenerate and corrupted, devolved, and evil and nasty. Okay, let's say a tomato. It's pure fresh fruit. You're basically eating the ovaries of an animal called a plant. Yep. You you're eating the the uterus of a plant, the vagina of a plant, however you want to say it, the baby of a plant, however you want to say it. You you eating the plant baby. But you cut them slice thin, thick, whatever, you put them on the you get the 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 fish with some mayonnaise, you know, you put jalapeno peppers cheese, jalapeno cheese, dribble like uh, Mexican um, cheese, melted cheese, what's it called? Contate, whatever the fuck. And then like you put spinach, fresh baby spinach, and then you put those tomatoes and some onions and some other stuff. You put the top and the bottom. Ah, sandwich, so good. Do I have a sandwich here? I got one with the with a bun of a, uh, I got a bun. That's not really a sandwich. It's just like cream cheese and two pieces of bread. Um, I got a sandwich that has meat and cheese, no lettuce. But yeah, what would we? Like the beautiful thing about a sandwich is you open up the thing. This will be a little bit of sandwich ASMR. You open up the thing. And what you got there is a human being. You got the physical body of the bread. The sweet running juices of the cheese, the spiritual. And the metaphysical mind, which is the meat. Did you know that children, babies, infants, human offspring, infant human beings who are fed beef, meat, meat, red meat, as their first food, literally grow bigger brains? Did you know that? Meat is incredibly healthy for the human being. The human being is made of meat. Cheese is healthy. And some some uh, plants, human beings have adapted to be able to consume and maybe get some minerals out of but the animals are the ones that do it best cows have four stomachs or three stomachs and so they can get all the nutrients out of cows so that when you eat cows you actually get more nutrients than if you ate spinach fancy that so do you want sandwiches in the future or do you want Bread, plain bread, salami by itself, which is pretty good. Cheese, like one of those hard cheeses, lettuce, all separated. Basically, the future is what you make it. And I don't know, maybe some people want post-humanism. It'd be kind of cool to have a robot body, or to have superpowers in the Matrix, but this will not manifest the way that you want it to, because you're not in control of it. It's because you're in control of your avatar, and 
in the Matrix, Metaverse, Stickiverse, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Stickiverse, that reminds me of payhip.com slash Stickiverse, where Big Mr. T, a radical book for kids, accurate history book about 2020 for kids and adults, payhip.com slash Stickiverse, or lulu.com, Big Mr. T, shameless self-promotion. I want to do less ads, because fuck them and their causes. And do more selfless, shameless, shameful, self, shame, shameful, sandwich eating, self-promotions. Because I've done a lot of things, and I think some of them would be interesting for people to check out. Like the Dark Star Rising podcast at rumble.com slash darkstarrising. Or Jar of News, my new old Jar of News channel at rumble.com slash Jar of News. Or minds.com slash Jar of News. Well, the whole thing about talking with your mouth open, people who really listen, who really listen, can understand what you're saying. But people who don't give a fuck about understanding things and just want to get on with life, swipe, 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 those people are the ones who are going to first be transitioned to posthumanism. Because they're not aware of what they're putting into their body. They're not aware of what they're doing with their mind. And maybe that's fine. Maybe they're fine with being an, a robot slave of the elites. Because the people who seem at least to have the most power of this transition through transhumanism into posthumanism are in fact the ones with all the fucking money. And if you think that you're going to get to be a dragon in their fantasy world... And also have sandwiches in reality. Fuck you, stupid son. Nah. Maybe in your little fantasy corner of that fantasy world, you get to be a dragon. A little bitch dragon. And then if you go out to the bigger matrix, they're the big dragon gods. And also they have a physical human body and have many sandwiches that they want. Stakeholder capitalism, which is really just communist corporate fascism, ultimately is the ultimate governing tool for the elites to keep their billions of dollars and get even more, keep their trillion dollars and their hypocrisy in their big mansions, and to turn human beings into essentially computer machines, programming, mining Bitcoin, whatever it is, Microsoft was working on a, a mining app device for human beings to mine Bitcoin with their brains. Not a joke. Not without... Not, not with plug They didn't have to plug in. It was like... The way it works is... It shows you these images and these things and your brain makes subconscious like instant decisions between that and it just reads your brain with the device that they've had. Brain reading devices for a long time. It sees your brain patterns and it fit, solves it through your brain because your brain's a really fast computer basically. An organic computer that can solve problems really quick, real fast. Yeah. What does Microsoft is doing, other than patenting a, they're working on Microsoft, I think it was, a version, okay, so the vaccines nowadays, not the, not the old ones, polio and the smallpox, all those fucking old ones that everybody got, those ones are actually vaccines where they take the corpse of a 
virus and the, your body learns from the corpse of the virus. The ones we have now are actually technically gene therapy or they're mRNAs which reprogram your body's DNA and they actually act more like viruses themselves so they're like essentially man-made viruses the vaccines you know the Johnson and Johnson one was one of the old ones but the other ones Pfizer and Moderna and the Russian and all the other ones are actually just viruses created by human beings instead of it being those sticky thing viruses it's a mRNA which is a messenger protein basically it has protein spikes that shed all over your own body but the one that they're working on now if they haven't already completed it Microsoft and the others is a aerosol version aka instead of the mRNA virus spreading throughout your body pretending to be a vaccine it can also go through the air just like a virus so in other words they're planning I don't know are you on the left do you want to be part of this is to focus I don't know, is everyone on the left fine with this? Is everyone, is everyone on the right aware of this? Is essentially to force inoculate all human beings on planet Earth with this technology because that's what its capability is. So why would, why, would, why would they invent it and then not use it? They're inventing it right now if they haven't already. And it essentially is the idea of weaponizing. With that, I mean, you, you'd have an antidote. The elites would have an antidote to protect them from this human vaccine because they don't vaccinate their own children for the most part if they have children and they they get like fucking i bet you they get fucking placebo water shots and they just do it on camera to pretend that they're getting this because the the new gene therapies and the old vaccines both have negative side effects and terrible things in them mercury aluminium and everything else Okay, this shit is not healthy for you it's not good and it's probably also not going to save you from a disease that wouldn't kill you anyways Okay, so it's it's rules for us, not for you. It, it's it's good stuff for us and bad things for you. You're gonna become androgynous. We are gonna own everything. You will own nothing. We will have all the physical land on Earth through Black Rock and everything else, and you won't be happy. That last part where they say, you know, they say you won't own anything and you will be happy, but they're lying in that second part. It's true. They plan to own everything and they will be happy. That's the real thing. That there's they're, they're, they do a little bit of double speak, and they lie to your face. They tell you one truth, but then they tell you one lie. They say, "You will own nothing and be happy," but the truth is, you'll be miserable as fuck in that pod, because as soon as you come out of the pod, you'll be hit with the reality that you're an androgynous zombie-like creature. You have no one. You have nothing. You won't be happy. In fact, the true statement that they would make. If they were to tell us the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and the entirety of truth, is we will own everything, you'll own nothing, we'll be fucking fantastic, happy, and really doing great, and you will be miserable as fuck and wish you were dead. So if that's the future you want for humanities, continue on supporting the elites, continue on voting them in to power, continue on promoting their postmodern ideology, Marxism, wokeism, and all this diversity and like separate people into camps to get them to fight each other. Keep doing that. Great. You'll be the best post-human ever. You'll be the slave of the slaves. The king of all the slaves. The slavest of the other slaves. You won't be a, a Tom... Uh, no, Tom... Tom... 
Oh, you won't be an Uncle Tom, because Uncle Tom was actually, he was a very obedient slave, but he was a bad slave, because he helped slaves escape and shit. So he, you won't be an Uncle Tom, you'll be like the ultimate slave. Like, you'll be just obedient, and just you'll do the programming with your brain, and then you'll, you'll get to have an ejaculation, and that's it. That'll be your life. But, if you want to join me in the awakening of the human mind... The metaphysical, the body and the spirit, separate ourselves from the wickedness of mankind and try to be a little bit more like God. Keep listening to the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. Check me out and talk to me. Send me messages on minds.com slash jarv underscore official. That's the official business account. Then there's jarv underscore news underscore official for like my personal account we also got minds.com slash jar of news for news i'm trying to do two news stories a day and several stories in the video or whatever but i'm making them funny you go to rumble.com slash jar of news you get some funny ass videos with serious things that people die it's sad it's dark humor kind of i'm not making fun of the people dying what i'm doing is i have these characters to speak with funny voices, telling you funny things, and then we go into serious news. So it's kind of separating the two. It's not so disrespectful, but it's kind of funny. All right. You can also head over to jarvemail.wixsite.com slash jarvnetwork. That's the official website. I can't afford to build my own website. I can't afford to, to host my own website. So I have to go through Wix, and that can be shut down by Amazon at any point in time. So, if that's the case, head over to bitchu.com slash jarv or rumble.com slash jarv8 or great place to check me out, minds.com slash jarv underscore official. We're not done. We're just done plugging our shit other than, of course, Anchor Origin. Probably the best sci-fi post-human series to ever be created graphic novel with CGI it's an adult adult content there's nudity and violence and gore blood guts and hard words and concepts sexual themes and stuff and the first book is free I already created books so that when I would create a podcast I have something to plug woohoo at payhip.com slash jage j-a-g-a-e you can buy the physicals for like 20 bucks each because they're the ultimate premium edition with bleed. It's bleed. Bleed on the P. It's bleed. Let's whatever. You know, the, the paper, it's like printed to the end of the paper at lulu.com slash search. You can look it up. 8K origin. I mean, the exact URL is like a giant splurge of vomiting onto the screen. So I just say this is the easiest way to find it. Lulu.com slash search and then 8K origin. Right? Or you could get the Amazon version, which is printed as well, not bleed, so it's no bleed, which means is on the page, it's got a little white border around it. It's easier to read that one. About the same price. Uh maybe it's thirteen, fifteen dollars, I forget. But the digital ones are like three, four bucks. And the first one's free at payhip.com slash jagge. I've got some Amazon books, right? But the best place to get the physicals, in my opinion, are Luda.com slash search. And then you put in, like, Big Mr. T or AK Origin, my excellent published books. And these are kind of fun. 
bucks to read. They're not like super serious. But I don't know. Maybe just download payup.com slash jaga. Download the first book for free. If you're an adult, 18 years or older, older, this is marked explicit. If you're a kid. Time to grow up, son. If we stay this close, we are dead! We are all dead! Postmodernism leads directly to posthumanism! If you are listening to this, you are the resistance! You are the last hope of humanity! And I mean the word of good sandwich! Thanks for checking out the Dark Star Rising podcast and show! I have one thing left to put you to. So for those who can't see, but they can hear, you're fine. You don't need to go to dark, um, rumble.com slash darkstarrising to watch the video. What you could do is listen to my description of this picture. Because if you, oh fuck, if you want to become a member, Give me four bucks a week or eight bucks a month. You can listen to. You don't have to go to rumble.com slash jar of eight. You can listen to the premier concept trailer for an idea I had. Movie trailer concept. See, I'm honest. I tell you, it's a concept. It's an idea. I don't have enough money to make the movie. But it's a really cool idea. And it's worth watching. It's about as fun as trailers get. It's called... I have so many of them. What's it called? Here, we can just listen to part of it together ourselves. Right here. Like I said, the audio is paywalled off on my membership, which is in some of the subscriber places. It's $4 a week, $8 a month, and you get special episodes. But the video is actually available, which technically includes the audio. But you have to go all the way over to rumble.com slash jarv8 or... Rumble.com, actually, I think is on Rumble.com slash Point of Defiance, which is my movie studio, production studio thingy. The movie is called... Oh, huh. All right. What was this called? In the new future, it's an apocalyptic scene. It has already begun. Postmodernism leads directly to posthumanism. There is only one hope left to save the human species and all other forms of organic life. I have to fulfill my undigital program. Right, I remember now. And sacrifice everything to make a breach and wedge open the crack of power. So that a trillion trillion of unborn potential. Basically, I end it there. I think I have the audio in my membership. But you can also go over to rumble.com slash point of defiance. Point of defiance. One word. Rumble.com slash point of defiance. That's my movie channel. I had one on YouTube. But I'm basically slowly leaving YouTube because they're sucking cuck fuck boys. Fucking cuck sucks. Fucking cucks. Um... Yeah, they literally have a post-human agenda themselves. Not a big fan of being 
censored and shadow banned and I don't really like my videos being subversed. So also bitchu.com slash jarv jarv just bitchu.com slash jarv I have some stuff. Bitchu.com slash Jagge is the Jagge brand channel. And then you've got rumble.com slash Jagge and rumble.com slash Jagge original and also rumble.com slash point of defiance if you want to watch this trailer. I'm coming out with these new trailers every several uh, often here and there and they're just like these concept trailers of these cool movie ideas that i have and i'm like why not why not make them and um i am jarv was one of the newer ones i think i released that on point of defiance and it's here's a little clip of it it's like this the logo sound and then there's But we already know because that was CGI. Ooh, what? Yeah. So if you want to check out a really cool Rumble Entertainment channel where there's some short movie uh, trailers for concepts of movies and stuff, rumble.com slash point of defiance. It's a cool place. It's a cool place. It's a cool thing. And thanks for listening and checking out and hanging out with me. I love to someday do live streams. Probably on Rumble because, once again, YouTube is full of a bunch of cocksuckers. And there's nothing wrong with sucking cocks. It's just that they're cucks. They suck cocks and they're fucking evil. Um, like, you can suck cocks if you want. You can be a cock boy if you want. But please don't be evil. Like, that's the, that's the light little thing on the side. And the reality is, for ten bucks a month, you can stream on Rumble. Now, if you have people that will watch you, then you have something to do. But YouTube, you got to get the people to watch you. It's through the censorship, through the shadow banning, the deranking, and everything else. It's basically impossible. Now, if you're already saying and thinking approved thoughts and feelings, if the establishment's like you're a good pawn. Then you'll be promoted, but if you're not a pawn in the establishment, you're going to be subversed. You're going to be pushed down and hidden, okay? So, you might as well start on BitChute or Mines or Rumble or some other alternative platform because Rum YouTube is literally, they're not a publisher at this point. I mean, they're not a platform at this point. They're not even a publisher, I guess. I say it. They're just a indoctrination propaganda website. That sometimes has ASMR. If it's neutral and not even remotely ideological for the most part, like ASMR, typically not ideological, then we'll let it be. But it's even remotely ideological if it doesn't line up with everything that we are ideologically speaking YouTube, Google, Alphabet, the techno state, then, then it gets subverse, it gets sub banned, shadow banned, it gets. Deleted, yeeted, censored. It gets pushed down, pushed down in rankings. Called the naughty thing. You're not allowed to talk about the truth. Here, for whatever reason, we still have not been um, censored off of Amazon, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or those other podcasty places. And we've been saying, we've been dropping truth bombs. Some fucking 
massive gray pills like my first or second episode was massive gray pills go listen to that gray pill is a truth pill it's an understanding of your reality better pill and it's it's just the best kind of pill and there's at least five of them in existence i haven't even finished taking the fifth one i'm about four about four pills in hopefully someday i'll be able to finish the fifth pill but as far as like levels pill levels you know like you know tier five is like oh my god you understand god you know it's like but there's still plenty of pills in each tier and and i was dropping massive in the episode that says literally massive gray pills okay but these platforms you know where i have my membership for the audible four dollars a week and fifty eight dollars a year eight dollars a month you can get the special episodes I got to be kicked, which is good. It means I can speak the truth. I can say things that I think are objectively true. I can show the reason and the logic behind them. And I'm allowed to say things like the things that you're not allowed to say on YouTube. So hopefully this will work. We're going to say three things I know would get a content either instantly deleted, shadow banned, censored. Whatever. For the most part, these three things you cannot say on YouTube or Twitter. Um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, see if we can say them here. Well, it's going to be a while to figure out what his name is because I can't remember it. They remove it from our brains. Yeah, I've been thinking about this because, you know, you have dreams and stuff and you have thoughts and then you, they appear on the screen and you start getting like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Do they already have access to our brains? And so I'm not saying they do or they don't. I'm just saying it's something to think about. Okay, what is it called? Now everything in Ukraine is covered over by the World War Three bullshit, and the really important stuff about Ukraine, like Burisma, those things are subversed. Hmm. I wonder why. Probably has nothing to do with the puppet in the office of the administration establishment of the United States. No, not invading Ukraine. Okay. Like, don't. Like, if I was you, don't believe any of the propaganda. The Russian propaganda or the American propaganda. Like, if I had a meme, the meme would be chessboard equals Ukraine. The white chess pieces are the Russian, or maybe the Russian are black, and the white is the whatever. In other words, it's Russia and America fighting, and Ukraine's just the board. That's it. Okay? So there's going to be... American propaganda, and then there's going to be Russian propaganda. And the Russian propaganda is, look, all the Nazis, we're going in to kill the Nazis. And the pro-Ukraine American propaganda is, e -e Russia's evil. Russia's invading Ukraine. You know, it's like, but there's complicated levels to all of them. There's so many lies and maybe some truths. But all of it's propaganda. So I just don't believe any of it. Like, are they, <laughs> somebody asked me, would you not believe they're invading Ukraine? I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's possible. That's possible they're not even invading Ukraine. It's all just a front for World War Three. 
I deal with probabilities. I don't deal with absolutes for the most part. Sith deals with absolutes. Actually, you're dealing with absolute right now, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, technically... Oh, wait, are you a Sith? Because if only Sith are dealing with absolutes, and you're saying that absolutely, then you're dealing with absolute, and then you have to be a Sith by your own logic. No, I do my best to, like, not deal with absolutes, like, for a lot of the time. That wasn't very absolute was it? And so, like, I deal with probability. I think there's probably a reasonable probability over 47% that Russia's invading Ukraine right now. But then everything else has a lower probability. Because there's so much fucking Russian propaganda and lies in American Russian propaganda and lies. Ukraine propaganda and lies. You know, just, you know, the left wings, the corporate media have been saying that there's a, a Nazi behind the blade of every grass in America. Okay, and I didn't believe them then. That's way too many Nazis. There's way more grasses than there could possibly be Nazis. And then you've got the right wing now saying there's a Nazi behind every blade of grass in Ukraine. It's like, wait a minute. You're literally just copying what the left did 10 years ago, for the last 10 years or whatever, 2016 and beyond and before then. And you're just like, well, no, we're telling you the truth. I thought you told me some of the things that were true. But now this is what you're doing to my trust of you. You're doing the exact same thing. It's just not America that has a Nazi hiding behind every blade of grass. It's Ukraine. There can't possibly be that many Nazis in the world. Okay? Neo-Nazism, an offshoot of Nazism, like, Hitler died, right? Did he not die? Did, you know, if they did resurrect Hitler and he was running as a Democrat nomination for president, all the lefties would vote for him. Except for maybe you. Oh, you would too? Oh, okay. Now, quite honestly, they'd be like, but the alternative is Trump. And everybody knows that Trump is worse than Hitler. Plus, Hitler's a change man. He's a good guy now. He's He loves Jews, you know? He ate a Jew yesterday. You know, it's like, ooh. Like, no, he's a changed man. That's how it would be. And if, if, and if you know, Stalin went to the right and Trump was like, I endorse Stalin. Stalin's good. He's the greatest ever. He's not a communist anymore, Stalin. Uh-huh. Most of the right would vote for Stalin. Because he was endorsed by Trump. And he's the right guy. So when you realize that you're just being pitted against each other. And the people in charge are actually on the same team even though they're pretending to be worse enemies. If you talk to people who actually are in to the the Washington, you know, the Gomorrah politics. You, you, the, the people there in Gomorrah who who deal with all this politics, boy, like they'll tell you right off the bat when the cameras are off. Not only do they take off the masks, but when the cameras are off, they don't hate each other anymore. You know, literally, they just like. Yeah, so Trump was... Wait, I'm sorry. I said Trump without anger and malice in my voice. Yeah, Trump was... You know? And and, and the rights, they're, they're all like, I object, I object! And then, and then, um... And then when the cameras are off, they're like, I don't really object. I just have to say I object all the time. Like, we know. We know. We're pulling into the left. It's, it's just where we're going. Progress for progress sake. 350 million murders and on and on and on and on. 372... It's probably more like what it is at this point. 
million murders, all in the name of progress. Diversity, inclusion, equity, die, die, die. Right? The, the real enemies aren't the people on the left or the people on the right. You know, they're, they're pitted against each other, so they, they created and turned into enemies. But the real enemies of humanity are the fucking elites. Why? Because they're post-human. They're anti-human. They're pro-themselves and anti-everybody else. The 99% have been this way. Sorry, the 1%. Less than 1%. 0.2% have been this way. And treated the point, the 99.999, whatever, percent of people this way for a long time. Okay? That, that doesn't mean everyone who's rich is evil and everyone who's a poor-ass bitch like me is good. But the reality is the people in control want more money, power, and fame. The people who are billionaires want more money, power, and fame. And why should they give you their money, power, fame when you haven't earned it? That's a good argument there. But also, there's no, there's no shred of decency or, like, to become a billionaire. I'm getting into the feeling that you have to kind of become a wicked, evil, horrible human being. Because every single billionaire that I've seen, all the ones who are hiding, I don't know what they're like. But all the ones who aren't hiding, jeez. Like, where are the good billionaires, the nice billionaires, the ones who aren't murdering people in Africa, or the ones who aren't, you know, half robots, or the ones who aren't, like, like actually fucking insane? Where are the ones that are, like, not running giant scams that make them billions, if not trillions of dollars? Where are the ones that are actually kind of okay? Maybe they're the ones that are hiding. There's billions of billionaires, or maybe not billions, but there's hundreds if not thousands or millions of billionaires. I don't know, there's a lot of them. There's probably hundreds of billionaires, millions of millionaires, and billions of everyone. You know, thousandaires is probably only one billion, and the rest of humanity, like seven billion, are just like under a thousand dollars. You know? I, I've thought about, you know, like, Mr. Robot, the TV series, they got cut, ended, they had a forcibly ended, like, yeah, maybe it was a okay ending, I didn't see it, but I saw, like, the first three seasons, I didn't really like where they were going with the show, so I stopped watching after, like, season two, but I really loved those first two seasons, they were really good, and they depicted reality so well with the, the communists and the cap corporatists, they're on the same side, son, the capitalists and the socialists, they're on the same side, son. It's just, you call it something different, but it's just another way to divide and conquer so that the people at the top stay at the top and get even more wealthy. There was a great reset, a, a, mon a monetary exchange, a, a redistribution of wealth that happened in 2020, but it wasn't the way that everybody also always calls for it, left, righty, upsy, downy, anywhere. We're always, and this is the thing that I might all, almost be for, is the redistribution of wealth from the billionaires and trillionaires who inherited it to the people who work hard down below. But it's never that way. It's always a redistribution of wealth from the poor and the middle class, class even more to the rich. I mean, when God said this in, in, in the books, I don't think he was saying this is the way he wants it to be. He was saying this is the way it is because of human greed. Those who have will be given more, and those who have nothing 
will get nothing. However that works. The way I say it, my phrasing of it, my rephrasing, it's not added to the Bible, it's not a yield of come on. I'm just saying it my way. The same sentiment, the same story, the same parable, the same meaning. It's those who have a lot will be given even more. And those who have nothing, even that which they don't have will be taken away from them. Well, how do you lose something you don't have? Well, let's say it was planned to be given to you because of your hard work and your dedication, like your paycheck or something, and then it was taken away at the last second. So that's how that works. Even that which you don't have but should have will be taken, you know, it's coming to, you know, will be taken away from you. And that's the way the human world works in the greed. And if you think you become a billionaire, you'd be different. I think you're wrong. Most people become overcome by greed at some point, overcome by lust, desire, and if you have a lot, you can have a lot more. Heck, from from let's say you're two hundred billion, you have two hundred million dollars in the pocket. If you're smart, you could become a billionaire. It's not that hard. Okay, let's say you have two hundred thousand dollars in your pocket. It's like really hard to become a millionaire. Let's say you've got two dollars in your pocket. Like good luck becoming a two hundred thousand heir. That's like even more exponentially, fucking insanely difficult. Okay, that's like. Well, you got to save a fuckload of money and make a fuckload of money in the first place. So I say it's exponentially harder and harder to make money when you don't have as much. You have to make money to make money. The more money you have, the more you can get exponentially. If you have a billion dollars, like, why are you already not a $200, $200 billionaire? You know, like, if you have $30 billion, why do you not have $500 billion? Why are you so lazy? You know? Well... Still, there'll be people get there to get there before you because it's a zero-sum game. But you see these people who start like companies like Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, Bethesda ID. They keep growing and growing, and that one person who grow, who owns it, and the reason why they released Fallout 76 in its shit state, and then added a bunch of microtransactions to monetize it. Is to keep making themselves look bigger and bigger. Look at all the IPs. Look at all the companies that we own. Why? So that the owner of Bethesda Softworks can sell Bethesda to Microsoft for like $16 billion. Now he gets to join the elite class of billionaire globalists who get to decide things and future stuff. stuff. Okay? So money, power, and fame is their motivation. That's what corrupts them. Money, power, and fame, the love of money, power, and fame, which is the same thing essentially, is what corrupts human beings and turns them wicked, evil, nasty, horribly evil human beings. You can use money, power, and fame as tools, but if you love and pursue it, maybe even just pursue it, you're going to turn evil real quick, real fast. Okay, I remember his name. Ru Ukraine Whistleblower name Eric Eric Siamela hot thought crime detected thought crime detected he's not supposed to exist we definitely didn't Collude with Russia and Ukraine and China simultaneously while projecting that Trump was. Yeah, when you dig into the Russia collusion hoax 2020 16 bullshit, 
Russiagate, and you dig in deep and you look at all the data, holy shit, it turns out that the whole time the Democrats were saying, Russia collusion Trump, Russia collusion Trump, they were colluding with Russia, Ukraine, and China simultaneously. It's called Burisma. Hunter Biden, Burisma, Ukraine whistleblower, Eric Ciamella, Eric Ciamella, whatever. One more thing I can't say on YouTube. Hopefully I can say it here. Eric Eric Ciamella. What words can you do to demonetize? What what is the name you can't say in Reddit allows alleged whistleblower's name to surface. Yeah, but what's the name? They, they're not saying it on this website. It's Eric CML, I believe. It's Eric, Eric CML. Anyways, what words can you do to demonetize racial slurs? Anything. Just whatever they feel like at the moment. Um, what? Anyways, two more things that you can't say on YouTube in the Technoverse. We'll see if it gets us pulled from all these places. Hopefully not. If you don't see a, a 10th episode, you'll probably know why. Either I'm really lazy that day or I got removed because I was saying thought crime. And that is... During the 2020 election, there is substantial data and evidence to suggest a strong probability that during the 2020 election, there was at least 13.8 million illegal votes tallied in favor of Joe Biden. Also, during the 2020 election, there was 11 million people who weren't American citizens. 11 million people who were like Russian, French, or South American, or African, or, or Egyptian, or Malaysian, or whatever. Southeast Asian, Russian, maybe. Russia, maybe. Maybe they were Russian. Who could vote, even though they weren't Americans? 11 million. All they needed to be was in the right place at the right time, and they could vote. Now, they probably didn't all vote. Maybe 5 million of them voted, which helps c to contribute to that 13.8 rough estimate. You know, if you're like, hey, you're not allowed to make up an estimate, well, then you're not allowed to make up an estimate of the age of the universe. And guess what? It's the same number. 13.8. Not billion, but million. Okay. And if you don't think 13.8 million illegal votes is enough to overturn an election or change the results, yeah, I think that is actually enough. And that, that's, just the, that's just the crux of it. You know, they've been cheating. You know, the establishment has let and encouraged the Democrats to cheat for like 35 years. Every time they cheat. And technically, according to the Constitution and 
the, 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 some of the first judges who their job was to uphold the Constitution, according to some of the founding fathers, according to the laws that precede all laws, if you cheat, you get disqualified. If there's enough, substantial enough amount of cheating, it doesn't matter if you won or you lost on fair terms because it wasn't fair terms. You cheated. Cheaters get disqualified. So technically what we have right now is a puppet of the establishment who is, if not the first, maybe the second or third illegitimate, not actually president. We have what we have is literally and objectively an illegal administration. Do a whole new, don't do a recount. You have to do a revote. And the people who cheated the first time massively, systematically using Dominion and so many other methods, those people have to be disqualified. But at this point, it's pretty obvious that the United States of America isn't the United States of America at this point. This is one of the things that would get me removed off of YouTube or maybe Steam, like saying, well, I think there's only 3% of Americans are woke. I think that actually they're the minority of 1% of the entire world. That kind of a thing, they'll use the excuse that, oh, you're being mean to someone, which is objective, I mean subjective, so subjective that it's like, well, it's really easy to be mean to people. People get offended by anything nowadays. If I, you know, if you give them an inch, they'll take 20,000 light years. If they get to choose their own pronouns, why can't W over here choose his own adjectives and then Susie choose her own verbs? And then what are we left with the language? Well, somebody wants the streets to have verbs too and their own pronouns too and their own names. So let's say Jeffrey walked down the street. He turned around and looked at his friend. She waved back to him and then Jeffrey finished walking down the street. He stopped and said hi to the friend right there, yet another friend. And she gave him the middle finger and pulled down her pants. He opened his eyes and screamed. And then his buddy, who was a young black man, ran up and said, hey, Jeffrey. And he said, what's up, man? Then they went off into the sunset and partied and had fun and bros before hoes and all that good stuff. Okay. Now, if you give people the ability to have their own pronouns, if you give people the ability at whim by an individual level, if you give people the ability to have their own pronouns, you might as well give them the ability to have their own adjectives. And if you give them the ability to have their own adjectives, you might as well give them the ability to have their own verbs. And then somebody else wants this street and inanimate objects to have their own nouns, pronouns, and verbs, and so on and so forth, and everything else to have their own nouns, pronouns, and verbs, and so forth, each on an individual level. You pick up a book. You don't know all the pronouns and nouns because you can't know everything, and there's billion, 8 billion people, and so there's, eight bi there's billions, if not trillions, of nouns, pronouns, and adjectives that just can't be known by everyone who speaks the language. And you try to read the book. Now what does it say? Jeffrey, what should I be? Down the flea. You should have turned around and then to for 
can she no not she derp down her it derps pants and then ha 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 ee ee bros before horrors like that's that's the story that is what is happening to the language when you let people have their own pronouns then you let people have their own adjectives then you let people have their own verbs then you let streets have their own pronouns their own adjectives verbs and everything else because their own pronouns adjectives and verbs some random person who just learned english will not be able to read your books they never will because every single person makes their own pronouns, nouns, and verbs. And so every time you communicate on Twilightverse, it'll be great. Twilightverse won't make any sense. It'll just be like, Z, Fubiger, Numini, Habishibinimini. Oh, I see you are using your own pronouns and verbs. That's great. Um, which ones are you, wait, which ones are yours? Which, one are the, which ones are the inanimate objects? And please state all your pronouns, adjectives, and verbs. And you'll have to have this lexicon to understand anything that anyone is saying of all their pronouns, adjectives, adjectives, and, and verbs, and all the objects, pronouns, adverbs, and verbs, and you think it won't go that crazy. If you give these people, any of these people, you give any people two inches, they will take 10, 100,000 bajillion, gajillion light years, okay? Light years is like a very long measure of space, time, whatever. The point is, they'll expand it out into 15 dimensions. It's true. These type of people were asking for three urinals or three pee places 10 years ago it's like yeah well we got men pee place and women pee place we want a third pee place for people who want to pretend to be not either of those things no we have a body and we're gonna pretend that our body is a dinosaur or maybe a fucking pokemon or like a fucking unicorn trans transsexual unicorn so like okay We'll create a third place or the, the family place. That's where you can pee. It's like, do you have a penis? Oh, yeah, I still have it. I mean, all I did was put lipstick on it and a bikini top. That's all I'm wearing. Okay. Go into the penis place. That's what we should change it to. Cervix or like cervix, uterus place and penis place. If you got a penis, you go into the penis place. If you got a cervix, a uterus, a vagina, hello, ladies. Um, you go into the women pee place, okay? There you go. Problem solved. You don't need 15 different pee places for everyone who identifies as a frog. Like, I'm a male frog. I'm a female frog. I'm a non-binary frog. I'm an all-dimensional non-binary unicorn frog. Where's my pee place? If you give them an inch, they'll take 20,000 light years or more, okay? And then you won't have a language. And I'm just telling you what's going to happen. I'm not saying don't do it. Like, if you really want to murder your own children, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. You know, whether they're two years old or two months old, still inside the vagina. I'm not going to stop you. Okay? I can't... Micro, micro manage all the people on earth. I can't stop Russia and, and, and Ukraine from pissing on each other's faces. I don't really want to. Like, why isn't that my responsibility? So if you really want to kill your own children, whether they just were conceived, they're just about to be born, 
or they're 18 years of age. I'm not going to stop you unless I'm there physically in the room when I have a chance to. You know, if obviously very physically in the room when I say I don't have an abortion, this is about, that's about all I can do because there's another place you can get an abortion legally and you'll be killing your kid then. You know, I can't stop you from mutilating your kid either after he turns three years old and you're like, I'm pretty sure he's a she or a non-binary, so we're going to take off the penis, we're going to take out all, all that stuff. And when, when he realizes that he's a she at 18 years old, it won't be there. But in reality, people typically choose the sex of their body to identify as. So what you do, now you got this guy in the body without a penis, and he thinks he's a man, and he's got a man body, but he doesn't have a penis, and he's mortified every day when he wakes up because you mutilated his genitalia right off his body without his consent. I'm sure you, you might have gotten the consent of a three-year-old. What the fuck is a consent of a three-year-old? Think about sex, okay? If you don't have the right in society because you're lower than the age of consent for marriage and sex to decide to fuck someone or be fucked and any fucking of you is considered statutory rape, how is not that not the exact same thing as genitalia? It has to do with the genitalia. It's exactly the same thing. It's even worse. Like raping a child is not as bad as cutting off a child's dick. Just like a, a child cannot consent to sex, a child cannot consent to you ripping its penis off of the child. Like, this stuff is logical, it makes sense, it vibes with the reality. That's why the people who are, who love mutilating children's cocks and vaginas and love to mutilate children also are the ones who love to rape children. Statutory rape, pedo rape, pedophilia. They're the same kind of people and they're fine with it. There's a hard line. And it's ultimately, it's not a line... Between righty, lefty, upsy, down, and Nazis and Zionists! It's like, it's a line between human beings who want to stay human, which is a, hu which is a God construct. God created the construct of humanity. Whether you believe in God or not, that mystical, metaphysical fact is still true. God created human beings. So there's the human beings who want to stay true to what they are, as human beings and the fundamental truths about humanities and then there's the human beings who want to become post-human whether they know it or not they're encouraging this post-human trend it's basically you have two people in a room uh, Juliana a Latina 24 years old long dark dark hair green eyes and then you have brah, a originally his body was white European male, 28 years old. Um, but now he identifies as a as a flying by gender bunny unicorn bird thing thing insect transdimensional whatever whatever. Yeah, I'm just going one step further because I know how this ends. Um, 
was whatever. It's like, okay, fine. You guys can pretend to be whoever you want to be. One person's pretending to be exactly what their body is already, and the other is pretending to be something that's impossible. It's only metaphysical and can never exist in the physical, you know, trans-dimensional, bunny, rabbit, hybrid, like, not a hybrid, just, like, butterfly thing, you know, bi-gender, whatever the fuck that is, you know, okay, that's fine, just let them both do their own thing. But then that one that is pretending to be something it can't be, or he can't be, technically, is demanding the sexy Latina lady to also be crazy, degenerate, and nonsensical. Okay? One of them is striving for posthumanism. The other one is just being human. And this is where the time is not to say, Wait! I object! I don't want to become posthuman today! You can make me posthuman tomorrow! That's not the... That's... Fuck that! Fuck republicanism. Where did it get you? Why are you trying to conserve? This is what I love to say to conservatives. What the fuck are you trying to conserve? There's nothing left to conserve. Okay? Change for good, not change for evil. We've been doing the change for evil for 10,000 years, and every time we get go too far, the whole civilization gets wiped out of existence and gets restarted. That's Uroboros, another episode of mine. You can go check it out. Uroboros. Okay? And... O-U-R-O-B-O-R-S Ouroboros, the snake symbol eating its ass eating its own ass like, I got it on the tail like, like that thing, right? I have an episode on that goes into the cycles of civilizations the big cycle of the dragon, the Ouroboros and the small cycles that no one gives a shit about three cycles the point is that always happens to civilizations that leave their humanity behind who leave the fundamental truths and go into their own satanism their own um vicarious their own vanity their own obsessive you know they're obsessed with sex they're obsessed with food they're obsessed with everything they're not balanced they're not human they're the the animals or they're crazy they go postmodern. they go woke they go crazy that's what happens to these civilizations is another civilization comes and wipes them out not completely they get reborn as a phoenix in the ashes roman the Roman nation became the Holy Roman Empire, unholy Roman Empire, uh, in my opinion. And, and then you have, oh, they conquered most of Rome, I think. I mean, Europe, didn't it conquer most of Europe? And then it tried to leverage stuff against the, uh, the British co country, and then the British country became the British Empire. Look at that now. <laughs> Overrun with third people who hate them. And then their own people hate them. Like the American Empire. That was an empire at one point in time. Kind of still is. But it's definitely the falling empire. And then you have... Right? Indonesia might have been an empire at one point in time. There's a lot of empires. The Chinese ancient empires. Now they have the modern Chinese empire. Completely different. They erased so much of their history. Just to, to create Mao's new man. The communist man. Um, it's an interesting story. It's not a happy ending. We've got, what, 2 billion people or something in China? Like 1.8 billion, some crazy number. All just walking the talk. Slaves of their elites. Like, they don't even try to revolt. Why would they? They're, they're mind slaves. Like, every single one. Like, obviously, some that get away are like, oh boy, it was bad there. And we, we know it was bad there. But 
there's not enough of them, apparently, to do anything. They, they have the perfect system of tyranny so that there's no 1776 in China. There's no civil war. There's no revolution. There's nothing. There's just absolute tyranny and everyone obeying the absolute tyranny. Because no one wants to be that one person to be like, hey, I'm not going to put the mask on. Hey, I'm not going to go into the... To, to the I'm not, I'm not going to take the jab. I'm not going to fucking let you kill that Muslim Chinese person. I'm not going to let you... You know, make me hate black people or make me hate Jews or make me hate uh, commies or make me hate whatever group of people so that you can pit each other against each other. Oh, fuck that. Hey, if, if the commie or the Jew or the Nazi or the homophobe or the homosexual or whatever person wants to come talk to me, let's talk. I think there's more similarities between people than there are differences and the differences are used to monetize us and, and fight us against each other. It doesn't mean we'd be ma make good allies. You know, the enemy of an enemy is not my ally. That's just false. But the enemy of an enemy can be used by another enemy quite profitably. And so ultimately, what it boils down to us having is there's the people who are just going along with the post-human revolution, the extinction of the human species. It's nothing less than the attempt at the extinction of the human species and nothing more than um, the the attempt at the extinction of the human species I mean if they re if they go all the way then yes the human species will become extinct and a lot of people are fine with that a lot of the people on these blogs and stuff broadcast out loudly how much they are excited for post-humanism they even use the word sometimes and then the other side is just people who are fine with being people and they they like they like fleshy bodies, spirits and metaphysical minds. But you don't have to make a decision. It's fine. You know, you can be on the left, the right, the up, the in, the downy, all the all the fucking wazoo. And the last thing for this podcast episode, we're going to go ahead and say uh, fuck you YouTube. Now my audience are good people, but YouTube you fucking monster. Um, what was the last thing I'm not allowed to say on YouTube? I already said the thing I couldn't say on Steam, apparently. I said the thing that I couldn't say, Steam forums or whatever. Like, they, was it Steam forums? Guild Wars 2. Fucking the forums of Guild Wars 2. Like, I'm still playing the game when I want to. And I'll do my best to keep that, because it's my favorite, one of my favorite games. And it's like, why do the communists have to run everything? And ruin everything. Um, but they kicked me off of the, one of the forums because I said something mean and hurt someone's feelings. Oh, no! No! Your feelings were oh. And the, the only way to come back is to acknowledge that I did something wrong. I didn't do something wrong. Just because some person has thin skin doesn't mean I did anything wrong. If you let's say we're competing in beach volleyball and there's babes big ass titties waiting for us and whoever wins gets them titties I'm gonna fucking win to the best of my ability and let's say you're on the other side I got bra here bras the guy from before or whatever he's just a dude he's like oh we're gonna win and get some titties I'm like okay 
chance to get some nice titties. Okay? And you're on the other side. And you got a guy or a gal fighting and she's a lesbian but she doesn't like titties anyways. But you're both fighting. And she's trying to win. But you keep jumping at her legs and pulling her down and saying, We shouldn't win! We shouldn't win! And they shouldn't win either! Okay? And then I beat your ass because the, the one chick couldn't hold up the entire team. I mean, I wasn't doing much. Mr. Bra was all like, oh, And it's like, it's not my fault. They put us together. And you, with the woman that's competent, were trying to s subverse your own team and bring it down. Again, in the end, after me and Bra win and we go off to get titties... The rule guy, the, 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 the guy in elite who's in control the whole game says, now, nah, even though you won objectively, nobody gets titties. Okay, that's the reality of this analogy. Okay, if I state something that's true or offensive, there's literally no way for you to take offense to that thing if you don't take offense to that thing. It is 100% in your control. This is something that I've found out. Yes, there are bulls that try to get under your skin, and there are people who say things on me that sound mean on purpose, and they try to be mean to you. And there's so many 12-year-old kids like that on the Internet. You need to grow thick skin, son. Man or woman. This is a gender genderless phrase. You need to grow thick skin, son. Okay? Because the world doesn't give one flying fuck ass about your feelings. And the world wants you to die. The world wants you to give up all your money. The world wants to see you cry. Okay? And I grew up with bullies everywhere. Even though I was taller than most people, bigger bones than most people, there were still people who hated my guts for existing. There were still people who tried to bully me, yell at me. I got racial slurs. I got ideological slurs. I got all sorts of slurs at me. Okay? I didn't then complain on the internet about being oppressed by a systemic something or another. What I do, I grew thick skin. And now I'm a badass. And I don't give a fuck if you say something that hurts my feelings. Like, it's really hard to offend me, and sometimes I still get offended. Like, people making fun of my username, and I was like, oh, dude, guys, why are you making fun of my username? It's like an awesome username. What the fuck, man? But then I step back, I'm like, oh, okay, wait. They're just being little cunts. Bullies are just little cunts. The only way they, they can seem like a big ass chat man is by pushing other people down. That's how a bully works. He's at the same level as you or so so somewhere around there. And and he's all like, I wanna be above you. But you're you're like six two and got a giant cock. I can't really do that. So so what did the bully do? Like I'm talking about you here. You're six two with a giant cock. And what does the bully do? I'll push you down, son! And that will look like my normal height. It looks taller than you, and thus I'm bigger than you and badder than you, badasser than you, by comparison. So that's what bullies do. But you gotta be bully-proof. And maybe one of our future videos will be how to deal with bullies. But to be bully-proof... See, this is the thing. Hate speech is either not real or everything is hate speech. All speech is hate speech because all speech can be hateful. That's the reality. Okay? There are two people. Let's say one person trying to offend the other 
And they say, Sup, nigga, cracker, engine, slant. That's the other thing I'm not allowed to say. I'm a nigga, cracker, engine, slant. What you gonna do about that? Cholo, the whole world is racist. Cholo, the whole world is bigoted. Holo, ho, nigga, cracker, engine, slant. What you gonna say about that? Cholo. Cholo is like the offensive term for Hispanics, I guess. No. Anyways, so he calls you all those horrible, nasty things that you hate. And then you get mad at it. Okay. Alternate reality, parallel universe, thing in my job, Stargate. And like he does the exact same thing and you don't get mad at him. And you're just like, fuck, you're an asshole. But I'm not going to give a shit about your opinion. Now you're a fucking king. You're not a victim. You're a victor. You're a victory. You got Nike on your shoulder. Sure, tits her out and she's all like, ah! Nike, the goddess of victory from Greek mythology. She's tiny, but she's got big tits, I assure you. And probably a nice pussy. Um, yeah, having I'd rather have Nike on my shoulder with her tits out screaming than to be all like offended by things that people say. And all other times, people won't even be trying to offend you, and you can still get offended. It's a hundred percent, one thousand and ten billion, gajillion, gajillion percent on your side. It's on my side. Even though you're, someone else is trying to offend you, you're in control of how you respond. Not completely. Obviously, there's genetics, and there's mind and stuff, emotions, and that will flavor how you respond and how you think about it. But you have... Free will. You have the ability to step outside of... I have the ability to step out of the side of myself and say, Yes, these people are being jackasses. I have the best username ever. I'm not going to let it get to me. And I'm just going to continue on. Maybe I'll ignore them. Maybe I'll respond funny in some ways. But at the end of the day, I win, motherfucker. Because I still got the best fucking username on YouTube. Fuck yeah. All of them, by the way. All of them are the best. Um, and, and the human way... Yeah, the human way is is flawed, but the God way is to be all like, guess what? I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I don't even know you. You're not my friend. Why would I give a fuck about your, what your opinions are of me? Like, why the fuck would I give a fuck about your feelings? I don't know you like that. Why the fuck would I give a fuck about your opinions of me? Also, why the fuck I don't know you like that? Like, if you're friends, that's the time to get offended and be like, hey, you offended me, bro. But being completely transparent with your friends would be good. Because there's no such thing as a fucking microaggression. It's not aggressive if you're thinking about someone in your head and you have the wrong thought. Or if you say something accidentally the wrong way. I'm sorry, I called you a puck. But you identify as a person of color. There's a big difference between that, even though one's an acronym of the other thing. And then some... Some nigga Nazi over here comes over and says, Sup, colored person! Well, that's offensive, right? Even though it's exactly the same thing uh, as the appropriate thing turned around. Like, back in the, the Dixiecrats of old, back in the day, they were all like, huh, Look at these niggas. Look at these people, colored people. We're better than them. We're white liberals. And we're better than everyone. Look at these conservatives. These pathetic conservatives and these right-wingers. Look at these guys. Look at them. They with, they're with niggas up north. We gotta have slavery in the south! And then what do they do in like 150 years? They decided, oh wait a minute. We could still call them colored people. All we have to do is flip the words around. Colored people of color. 
And people who are brownish, or everyone's brownish, essentially beige is just another shade. Everyone's like fine with that. It's like the funniest thing ever, but also the most sad thing. Because, and then like you have the rappers all like, okay, we don't like the word nigger. So what are we going to do? We're going to turn it into nigger. Sounds cool, but only only other rappers can call us that. Because it's not only other black people. If you're a black conservative, you're not allowed to call them niggas. Only, you know, and, and like Kanye West, and he's not allowed to call them that anymore because he's not really, I mean, maybe he is, but Eminem is as well, and he's white, and he's a rapper. So if you're a rapper, you can call other rappers niggas. Right? And if you're a cracker, you can call other crackers crackers. But like on Twitch and on Twitter, some places like Twitch actually, you're not even allowed to say cracker. You know? You're not allowed to say nigga, cracker, engine, slant, grow thick skin. Stop being offended by words. If words can offend you, when a war happens, you're shit dead in the water. Okay? If words break your bones, no one will ever have to fire a gun or throw a rock at you. You've got to be tough. This is, think about this, from an evolutionary perspective at least, you're along, you're in the long line of organic beings, of billions of, or trillions of organic beings to ever exist. You're at the end of that. You can continue that on and survive and carry on the legacy of all the other life that God created, whether it was 10 billion years or 10,000 years, it doesn't matter. That's still a long time, way too big for time for us to understand at this point. Really, 10,000, 10 billion, same thing. So it's like you're carrying on the traditions and the existence of normal organic life. That is your legacy to pass on to your children. What, it doesn't matter however you poop them out of your urethra, which is the pee hole of the penis, or a vagina, you say you have a uterus, or maybe you got something in between and you just want to genetically imprint like a robot, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not a hater. Because truth does not equal hate. I do my best to love everyone. But I'm also not going to shy away from telling the fucking truth. And the truth is, we got to be tough and look out for each other, but be tough. We have to be tough because these elites want us dead. They want us post-human. They want us their slaves. And there's not a lot of money to be made telling that truth. But there is a fuckload of money to be made working for the elites and dehumanizing people, making human beings slaves, making human beings machines, and serving their elites. Okay, there's a lot of money there. Okay, so... If you want to help out the show and help me keep spreading the truth and cool news and discussion, feel free to share this video, share this podcast, share it like crazy. Because that does more than even like giving me four bucks a week. That goes more that does more for the channel, you know, giving it five star reviews everywhere and sharing it with everybody you know, sharing it with everyone you don't know. Get the people to hate it. Get the people to love it. Everything, all publicity is good. Okay? It does more for the channel and for our discussions about reality than anything. So I thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And I thank you for being here with me. I am looking forward to episode 10, which will probably be how to fight a bully or something like that, metaphysically. And that will come out. 
probably Tuesday night next week. However, if you do subscribe on the audio, you get like special episodes, extra four bucks a week, or eight dollars a month, or fifty-eight dollars a year. But also, you can check out Rumble.com/slash/DarkStarRising for the full video podcast show visual, right? Like this, but with pictures and things. It's not that interesting, but it's interesting enough to check out to see what you missed out while just listening. It's up to you. And then there's also, like I said, rumble.com slash Jarv News for news. And rumble.com slash Jarv 8. Just duck, duck, go Jarv and maybe you'll find it all. But there's also minds.com slash I did say that last time was the last simping for myself, but oh well, we'll simp one more time. Minds.com slash Jarv underscore official. Minds.com slash Jarv News for my news channel. And I try to be as unbiased as humanly possible. Okay? Um, Not as unbiased as a robot, unless the robot was programmed to be a Marxist woke robot. Then the woke robot or the right-wing robot or whatever robot it was would be very biased, wouldn't it? Robots are just their programming, so it's like, oh, you know, robots aren't the solution. (laughs) And if you want to check out some really cool books, free books, graphic novel, CGI graphic novel, cool, coolest thing ever, payhip.com slash jagay for the first book free. Or if you want the cool superior physical versions, in my opinion, they're the better versions, at lulu.com slash search. Then you look up 8K Origin payup.com slash jagay or 8k origin and then that's great that's cool they're on amazon the lesser versions but they're cool also we're gonna go one more cool thing to wrap this up esolutions.shop now these guys are not a sponsor i just have them like bookmarked here every time i open my uh dissenter web browser i get esolutions.shop esolutions.shop is something we might talk about in the future. It's basically a site that sells the Google phones. And I don't sell the Google phones. So my opinion is mostly untainted by my own. In fact, it's untainted by my own motives. In other words, I'm not making money by talking about the Google phones. I'm not selling the Google phones. I'm not connected to anyone selling the Google phones. It's just something I'm interested about because our phones are kind of like a little microphone or video phone. They're little connections, the little tentacles of the elites. Every single device, like this computer, everything is a tentacle for the elites to spy on you. And maybe you're not doing anything illegal, the worst thing in the world. I mean, you can kill billions of people and it's perfectly legal, perfectly okay. But the one thing that you do, let's say speeding past the speed limit, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable, but killing billions of people in the name of the establishment is fine. So, in my opinion, laws are actually built by the establishment to enslave people and keep them down. Some laws make sense, sure, but ultimately, these people don't even follow their own laws or constitutions, and they expect us to, and they kill billions of people, and then they make those laws. So I wouldn't say that the ultimate the ultimate thing you should follow is laws. I would say the ultimate thing you should follow is conscious morality, a sense of consciousness, a sense of 
right and wrong. That's the ultimate thing you should follow. God. That's essentially God. Okay, you might be like, I don't believe in God. It doesn't matter. That's God. Right and wrong. The understanding of right and wrong. You know, do what is good. That's God. Okay, and that should be the the thing that people follow, but most people are like, no, no, laws are the only thing that matter. And the problem with that is the people who write the laws are off killing billions of people, like objectively at least hundreds of millions, maybe not billions, but it's a bit of an aggravation, aggravation. But the point is they're killing so many people, enslaving so many people. There's more slaves, physical, actual physical slaves today than there was ever in throughout the last 10,000 years of human history. It's crazy. You know, maybe not in America, but there are slaves in Saudi Arabia and in China and so many other places. And then there's people who are paid very little and treated like slaves. That's right, one up above the slave. And then there are people who are mental slaves. So there's like billions of slaves. Okay? So not only do these people kill people by the hundreds of millions, not only do these people, if not billions, enslave people, they also make laws that betray your the country, whatever your country is the original law of that country, the Constitution. So, like, these people and their laws can go shove it. Like, live free or die young. That's, like, that's the way to go. Because if you don't live free, you're not living. You're just, you're just a fucking slave. It's not life. It's, like, slavery. There's a whole other word for it. And I think that, I'm not telling you to do anything illegal. No, of course not. Because those, it's like this. There are two gods. One's a true God, the real God, the God that created everything. And if you do good, you're obeying God. If you do evil, you're obeying the other God. And they would like to believe that they are the other God. But it's not actually a God, it's a false God. And you can see this through religion and the beliefs as Satan, right? But they want you to believe that they are Satan. That they are the government. They are the ultimate power and the government is God. And thus... When they create a rule or tell you to get jabbed or tell you to do this or that or love that person or hate that person, when they tell you to do that through their, their media, their entertainment or whatever they, they spout out of their anuses, they're saying, we are true, we are, we are the righteous, we are good, right? But they're not. Clearly, these people kill people, millions and billions of people. They, they indoctrinate people. They enslave people. They inject toxic chemicals into babies. They murder babies. They do horrible things. These people are not good. They're not God. I would rather break the law and have a clear conscience and also obey God, as in do good, than and like go to prison and also go to hell. Then I would want to, like I'd rather do that than to always obey the law, be lawful good all the time, be given a billion dollars, and also go to hell. So the difference is, oh, one, I have a billion dollars and I go to hell, and the other one has to have a clear conscience and I go to hell. Okay? I would rather have the clear conscience. Okay? I would rather have the knowledge that I did what was right and I made a difference for good. That I made an objective difference for good. Does that make me a good person? Or am I still a nigga cracker engine slat cholo? I don't know. You let me know. Thank you for checking out the Dark Star Rising podcast and show.
No more plugs. We are done and good to go. Have a happy weekend. Or not, but... Remember, choose God and humanism, please. Or choose post-humanism. It's up to you, girl. Let's go.